Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Another episode of In 4G Radio. Birdman. What is this Birdman thing? Explain to me. <laughs> oh my god, it's so annoying. You, got, you guys were talking about it on Twitter. I don't get the reference. Explain. Uh, this well, is episode 440 for August 15th, 2016. I have yeah. Drew the Birdman. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> Oh, we have John. Yep. And we have Jay. Sonjourno. So, I mean, do we spoil the Birdman? Yeah. I mean, oh, is, uh, it, is this can... a reference to the film? The well, film? It's the, no. Well, it's a reference to our videos. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, if it's a reference to the film, I ain't seen the film yet, so I don't want that to spoil it. What's so... the film? Birdman. Oh, no, My, no. Michael Keaton movie. The one what? with the yeah. Batman? My yeah. reference to that movie yeah. would be like, this movie sucks. That movie was okay. I did not like that. I wanted my three hours back. Yeah, I, I, could say the same. Huh? I could say the same about Suicide Squad, but you know, it's me. Oh, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. You, you know, John, <laughs> for somebody who just went on Twitter and was like, I know it's cool to hate No Man's Sky. Oh, it's also cool to hate Suicide Squad. Well, not by the looks of the internet. Everyone's loving it. I just didn't. I'm just saying. Stop trying mm-hmm. to be right. cool. Sorry, right, DC Look, movies take haven't been good off. since the Batman series. Fine. Birdman. <laughs> right, just, just explain it to me, okay? You gotta if you're gonna keep using it, you're gonna have to explain it to me. <laughs> what was okay, it? Well, we we referenced it in Soma, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh so alright. Let's just get into what I've been playing. Oh well there you go. Yeah, hey. Um I have been playing a game called Strider. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh there is a villain in that game. He's one of the he's like the a hit man for the um the, the Rus- main bad the guy. Bad guy. The Russian bad guy. And he looks like a bird. He has wings and shit. He can fly. But he uses... It's like a jet pack, but it looks like wings. And I was having trouble with this boss. And so there was... Like, I'd die, and then we'd go to a checkpoint, and it would sh- it would have dialogue between the Russian boss and the bird man. And so every time I'd die, <laughs> Ken would say, Birdman. <laughs> And I'd be like, would you fucking stop it, please? <laughs> oh, come on. I went to the full dialogue where he was going, do you see this fucking ninja? Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid of him. He stepped on electricity 35 times. I am I swear to God. Yeah, I'd jump on that electricity. But, dude, by the end of that fucking level, I had memorized it. I, had, I was like, I like perfect it. <laughs> I, tell you, I, I, like, I can't wait till we continue that series to tell the story of what happened right after you beat him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, 
Oh. See, I'm playing Strider. Yeah, let's just say that uh, there's a... Please quit that game, too, because you're dying too much, Drew? No, I'm not going to rage quit it. No? Okay. There's a, I mean, it's, it's a cool game. That's the thing. Is, yeah. Is Strider's actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'll just go ahead and say it. <laughs> so, um, after I beat Birdman... <laughs> Birdman. I think his name's Solo. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it, his, name's, Solo? his yeah. name's Solo. Um, after I beat Birdman, it popped up Checkpoint. And I said, okay, well, share play's about to end, so let's just go ahead and stop it right there. We stopped it. And we brought it back just to make sure. And apparently checkpoints mean nothing in that game because I had to fight Birdman again. <laughs> but luckily, I, I, I fought him so many fucking times I knew how to beat him. <laughs> I could go through half of that fight without getting hit. Yeah, we actually did not record him beating him again. Yeah, because fuck that. <laughs> we had already done how many episodes of me fighting Birdman? I think there were three episodes of Birdman. Mm-hmm. The Birdman Chronicles. So yeah, that's a nightmare. <laughs> it's fun to watch though. Mm-hmm. You have to go back to a save room in order to actually save the game. Man, I Even was, I was check. yeah, I was mixing those videos. We had some awesome conversations in there. Did we? I mean, we had fucking lawnmower man conversations. We did talk about lawnmower man. Yeah, we did. When the talk- when they gonna stop up- uploading the Strider videos? Strider starts on Monday. Nice. We got ten episodes of that already, and we're we were so, up to twenty nine somas, and I think like I think you said Drew, we got like about an hour and a half left of soma. Yeah, somewhere around there. So we're close to finishing that. Yeah, so you're, you're one new end. soma and uh, Trider episodes today. Is that it? Yep, those will be the ones running. Cool. Very nice. Then after we beat soma, it's off to Earth Defense Force. Four point one. I don't know how a playthrough of that's going to run. We'll see. We'll see how... We'll go through a few and see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not sure. Because it's not, it's, not, it's not a very... It's not a difficult game in, in a sense where it's challenging. It just kind of takes a long time to kill things after a while. Well, yeah. But that might not be fun to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it plays out. I'll be interested. Mm-hmm. There's, but... your, there's your history of the Bardman. Yeah, the bird man. <laughs> so, um, I played that. Um, I played a lot of Diablo 3. Yeah, I noticed. You a ton of Diablo 3. Um, I completed the seasonal journeys. Um, there is, uh, another thing you have to do. Um, a, a list of, uh, challenges. I've done every challenge except for one. And that is the set dungeon challenge because <laughs> Wrath of the Waste set dungeon can go fuck itself. <laughs> that one, I, like for some reason, I wanted to do a barbarian, and the the set pieces that they're giving you for free this season is the Wrath of the Waste, which is a fantastic set. But man, what they want you to do in that dungeon, in almost impossible. And I don't, I don't want to do that. Really, they notched down the difficulty of the set dungeons quite a bit because it was hard at first. Yeah. Now it should be pretty easy to do. So here's what you have to do. You have to do. You go into the set dungeon with the Wrath of Wastes. Wrath of what was it called? The Waste. Ah. The set that I have it buffs Rend, which is what makes people bleed. 
as well as Whirlwind. So I, I'm to a point now where I just hold down Whirlwind wherever I go. I, I never run out of Fury, and I'm just like just wrecking guys. Just like trash mobs, I don't even pay attention to them anymore. Um, and so what they want you to do in that dungeon is first you have to rend ten enemies at the exact same time, uh, and you have to do that ten times, five or ten times. I can't remember. You also have to kill all the enemies in the dungeon under five minutes, I think, which is that that's not a problem. The bigger problem is you have to do all of this without getting hit once. That makes that almost impossible. I mean, you, you can't help but get hit, even if I'm using um, not Furious Charge, but the other one, the Sprint ability, where I'm, I'm moving like 100 miles an hour. When you get when you have to fight like you know an elite pack or something like that, you're gonna have to stand there for a minute. You know, you, and then the problem is I can rend ten guys in a row probably three times, but it, I run out of enemies. That's the problem. You can't you can't go around whirlwinding because well it just kills guys and that's not helping me get the rends that I need. What about the so, steam piece? The what? What about the steam piece? The Stampies. What about the Stampies? Well, I don't know. You idiot. Thanks. <laughs> you kept saying Ooh. Ren, and I'm like, oh. it's not Ren, it's Rend. Well, you kept you didn't say the D. Okay. You need to get your accent together. But yeah, no, I play a lot of Diablo. I can right now. I can run like probably Torment seven or eight um, without any problems whatsoever. You're doing it for the seasonal rewards, I suppose? Yeah, I already got all the seasonal rewards. Um, it's just there's one more seasonal reward you get and, and by doing all those last challenges. And mm-hmm. I only have one challenge left, and that's do that set dungeon, and I can't do it. I've tried. Uh, you'll, you'll figure it out. They, it seems hard at first, but there's like a different approach you can take to how to do the dungeon. And um, I, did, I did like three set dungeons for Monk. And uh, I had to actually look up a strategy for how to do one of them because it was actually pretty, pretty nefarious. Uh, the means you actually have to go to finish the last bit of that dungeon. But just let's look it up real quick. I'm sure there's strategy guides I, and all that stuff out there. I did. <laughs> I did look it up, and everybody on a forum saying Wrath of the Waste is the hardest fucking set dungeon in the game. And I'm like, great. So I just chose the wrong class to do this in. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure if I plowed like two or three hours into it, I might be able to do it. But shit, man. That's not that, that much time, man. That's the monotonous as shit going in and out of a fucking dungeon. <clears throat> well, that's what fucking Diablo is all about, isn't it? You do the same thing over and over again for loot. and. At know. the same time, I don't care about what they're offering because all it is is a portrait. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a profile portrait that you can get. Don't you I'm get just, a permanent inventory space as well i don't know do you i've never done a set dungeon no it's not about the set dungeon the the last bit of the seasonal awards is uh you get permanent inventory spaces uh, across all of your uh all of your accounts oh okay which is nice like i said i don't know because i this is the farthest i've ever gotten a season so um this may very well be um not the end there may be another set of challenges that I haven't seen. I, I couldn't. I can't tell you because I can't see them. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I can't do that. Said, <laughs> but I did play a lot of Diablo. 
um, I was surprised at how fast I actually got through this, like as far as the seasonal rewards go and stuff. Yeah, they they just streamlined everything, especially because they give you the set pieces that you're gonna need as part of the rewards. Like if you before the set piece thing, it was actually very difficult. It was entirely dependent on luck, right? But yeah. after the whole guarantee set pieces, things have become normalized. Everyone can at least get it at this amount of time, basically. Yeah. And I've got some. I've actually got some really lucky loot drops um, because I got the um, the mighty belt for the barbarians called Lamentation, and it you can now stack two stacks of rend on somebody and make yeah. them like bleed double damage. You gotta you gotta make the the lamentations of the women. That's what it's called, right? It's well, it's it's just called lamentation, but the, the flavor text at the like bottom. I don't know if I like that joke. You don't you don't like it? I don't know if bad. I like that joke. <laughs> Dri- drive your enemies before you, or something like that, in the flavor text. Yeah, nice, good. <laughs> at least at least they got the reference. They did. They did. Is this a monthly update? No. Never mind. Uh, Diablo doesn't do monthly updates. They do like seasonal things. Cool. We'll just move right on past. Well, she played jokes. Drew. We don't, we don't understand. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Igno- I'm not acknowledging that joke. I know the joke. I'm not acknowledging it either. What? Uh, what else playing? Well, um, we gotta, you, you gotta save that one for last. Yeah, that's one I'm gonna save for last. Um, I don't think I can talk about one game that I have. What game? Oh yeah, we can say it now. Oh, we can say we, we can have say it. that we're playing the, the the King of Fighters. The King of Fighters fourteen. That okay. Yep. Yeah. I um I'm I'm playing that. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't think. Get, get your get your head start in, boys, before I wreck your asses. No, I, I'm, I, I suck at this game. <laughs> there's there's no going around it. <laughs> he could beat me before he's done installing it. I'm not under any kind of delusions. Yeah. No, he, you gotta you got you gotta put up a fight. Unless it's not it's not it's not any fun for me if you can't believe in yourself to win. I and then I gotta crush your hopes. I don't. That's how it works. I don't believe in myself to win anything, and I've accepted that, and that makes my game so much more fun. Damn it. <laughs> this game plays. This game plays so much differently. Like King of Fires itself plays differently from a lot of other fighting games. I mean, it's like I don't even know the style of how to play. Like, should King I be more aggressive? Should I play aggressively? Should I play defensively? You know. Well, it's, it's a combination know. of everything, right? Depending on the situation, you just gotta adapt. And the character. Yeah, the character, and of, you got three characters on a team, of which there are fifty. That's <laughs> a lot of characters. So there's a few things that I don't think I'm sure other fighting games have done it, but one of the things that I really do like, and I think you can probably see it in the demo too, uh, when you go to training mode, you can hit a button to play as the other character you're fighting as. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's intelligent. You can you can <laughs> record their motions too, and then play it back. Yeah, that's insane. There's another fighting game that has that, and I can't... I think it's Guilty Gear or something, but... Basically, every fighting game has to record your other player. Because that's how you do... Uh, let's setups, say you want to practice yeah. against... Yeah, yeah, setups and set plays, and you want them to wake up and do, like, a dragon punch, right? 
But they do that, do that, do that. And Street Fighter, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, basically every game I played. Does Street Fighter have it, or is that DLC? Yeah, Street Fighter has it. Street Fighter actually has it as a as like a thing where they have a option for reversal. You don't even have to make it a a recording thing for Dragon Punch. They just have like a reversal, and they just do it on their wake up, which is nice. But yeah, um, the the only other game I'm playing is the game I think everybody has played except for maybe Ryan. Well, well what's that? Yeah, we can say hey, welcome Ryan. Hi. Hi. It's uh, No playing, Man's Sky time. I'm no oh Man's yeah, Sky. I've played it. Come on. Hey, there oh, you go. Nice. All right, All right. let's talk about that game. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> How much of it have you played, Drew? Um, I have traveled to six star systems. So I've jumped six times. Yeah, but like that—that's—that's that's quick. Like, how many hours have you put into the game so far? You figure? Uh, oh man, uh, maybe ten. Ten? Okay, that's are a good you, amount. Are you, are you hoping that the next leap will be the leap home? I'm hoping so. <laughs> <laughs> I tickle maybe, the Brit. Or uh, maybe, maybe I'll jump seven. into Lee Harvey Oswald's <laughs> fucking body and then assassinate JFK. Oh. That happened in Quantum Leap. <laughs> I, I know. A lot of things happened in Quantum Leap, man. Yeah, this is true. Uh, but nah, I mean, I put a decent amount into it. I mean, I can, I think I can at least give a, a decent opinion on it without saying, ah, it's okay, you know. Ah, it's okay. Um, I think it's uh, it's a very ambitious game. I will give it that. Um, I think. Uh, what that game does and does well is it want, it it really does push you to explore okay. yeah, uh, the issue is that a lot of the things that i explore are the same thing. have have nothing on them <laughs> or they're the same thing yeah i i ran into that a lot i probably visited about i don't know 50 different planets mini star systems and like I am not seeing a whole lot of diversity here other than maybe some different color schemes yeah um I mean I've ran into a few things so this game reminds me a lot of FTL if anybody's ever played that game faster than light really it reminds me of FTL and the fact that you will get Everything's kind of like randomized. So you will get a situation or you'll find something that you've probably seen before, but you have options to try to do different things with it. And sometimes the results are different. Sometimes the the things that you have to do are different, but it's always kind of the same situation. Um, and it, it feels kind of like that in, in the sense that – Almost like I wouldn't say a roguelike because you, obviously when you die you you don't start over from the beginning. Oh, oh Jesus! If so, if that happened, oh, no. you you do have you to do flashbacks of some nightmare situations. Oh man! Yeah, you do have to do a corpse run though. You do. You do if you want to. Yeah. 
So I guess this is the Dark Souls of space exploration. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, want, I wonder if you're the first person to say that. Nah, you, could, you can't be. No. no, I've already seen articles and shit. I was going to say, somebody said it before it came out. I mean, it's just yeah. going to happen. Oh, okay. But, um, no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's... I honestly don't know what to think of this game. I think I, I, I really like it, um, but at the same time, there are some really big issues that I have with it. Um, one of them being fucking inventory. Uh. To make to make your point about this game, where you said it does a really good job of making you wanting to explore. Yeah, that's a hundred percent true. But it doesn't give you the fucking tools to do it. Because you know, every single planet is the same routine. I land, I collect to take off again, and every time I go out to try to get stuff, your inventory's full. Move it to your ship. Oh, you're not close enough to your ship. But you get close enough. Or to your ship's in. Or your ship inventory's full. Yeah, then you go get close enough to your ship, and it's like, oh, your ship inventory's full. I'm like, fuck you, game. Like seriously, you want me to explore eighteen quintillion planets, but you don't give me enough inventory slots to to explore two. <laughs> I mean, that's my big. That's my big bugbear with it. Is the the inventory system. Hey, um, no, guys, you ju- you just need to raise about a uh, hundred million, and you can just buy a ship that has forty eight inventory slots. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy. Well, it, no problem. It makes me wonder that because they've they said that they're going to be bringing in like freighter class ships. How the hell are you going to afford one of those buggers when they come in? You're going to have to grind, grind, grind that iron. I mean, what you get fifteen on your starter ship, and I was. You know, you, you go to a space station and you can opt to, to buy the ship from a vendor. And to go from, like, I don't know, say from 15 to 23, 24, you're looking at four and a half million credits. I haven't earned that in the game. And I've been playing yeah. for about nine, ten hours. And it's yeah. like, that's crazy. It's yep. um, And I, I don't want to slate this game because I am thoroughly enjoying it. But there are those little things. I mean, I haven't got a problem with the the lack of direction because i think it does actually give you if you decide to go down the atlas path it gives you a nice direct route uh kind of to the center of the galaxy um but in order to get there you need to upgrade all of your various bits and pieces to make your it's a bit like uh, a mobile game in that you upgrade you you sell items and you you grind to upgrade your whatever your ship or your exosuit in order to upgrade it again you're constantly looking to to make it better because even after i don't know i've probably got my exosuit now has uh because you find the upgrades for the exosuit so after the ex i've got about maybe an extra seven six five six slots yeah and it's still not enough. Right. I don't know if there's upgrade slots or if there's um, a, like new exosuits that give you even more. I, I don't know whether you just have to rely on these upgrades that you find in these pods on the planets. Um, but they also get increasingly more expensive. So they, the first one's free and then it's like 10,000 credits, 20, 40, yep. 60. And you get into a point where to get that one extra slot, it's going to be a hundred, two hundred thousand credits, and I don't know whether it's worth it. 
Yeah. You know what this game desperately needs? Is a Minecraft creative mode. Yeah. Where you do not have a limitation on what you can carry, and you can just explore, because that was what people are really enjoying about this game. Yeah. Yeah. The exploration is, and I don't have a problem, some people are saying that the space combat's iffy, I actually, I find it, considering I couldn't get on with Elite, and you'd you'd know more about that than than me, Ryan, but um, I found it a lot more accessible, a lot more fun. Yeah, it's... It's this this game and Elite are basically polar opposites. They're both yeah. about space, but that's the only thing that they have in common. Um, it's uh, that sort of stuff's fine. Um, you know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a nice pick and play. To you know, you haven't got to worry about landing. It's a button to land, right. so it's you know, job done. It makes it nice and easy to get in your ship oh, and get into space, but. There are some things that are iffy, and I'm playing predominantly the PC version. So there's that. Um, And the experience that I have is um, my computer kind of runs it okay. There are certainly uh, frame rate issues, uh, especially when, for some reason, weather has an issue. Um, So when it's raining or a storm's coming in, it drops it down. Uh, But also, the longer you play it in a stint, the worse the frame rate gets. So I think it must be some kind of caching uh, issue that's causing the frame rate to drop. So I'm having to quit out of the game every sort of hour and a half and two hours so I can go back in and get the frame rate back up. So that's that's weird as well. But fair play to, know, uh, to Hello Games. This is a feat. No matter what you think of the game, it's a feat of epic proportions. No, they've, they've laid a blueprint for some technology that's going to be copied and pasted and eventually perfected in a game that's going to be ridiculous. Like, they've Mm. done something nobody's ever done, and you cannot criticize them for that. No. It's super impressive. I really hated everyone jumping on that. Again, the PC version isn't uh, perfect. It's it's far from it. Definitely needs some tweaks. The the PS4 version, there's some stuff that's missing that's in the PC, like uh, the ability to swap between the thumbsticks for your scanner and running um, stuff that they'll probably add in. Um, but it's uh, just an awesome game. It's just to just fly, land on the planet, have a look around, get back in your ship, fly around again. It's even without a goal, you make your own, you make your own adventures in this game. Yeah. I yeah. Just, I, just I think just everything around it was better. It hmm. reminds me a lot of Minecraft in beta. Yeah where you could tell there was the shell of a really awesome game there um, that just needed a little bit extra. I wonder Um, if Hello Games hadn't been tied to Sony and retailers with this release date, if they would have delayed it for another six months. uh, I don't... Maybe. Um, But I just don't know what what in another six months they would have got in there. Um, I just don't know. The um, my thing on the survival is the um, your meters right are never so um, resources are never so scarce that the survival really feels like a challenge. It yeah. feels more like an annoyance. Yeah, uh, because the stuff to refill your meters is super plentiful, right? It's all over the place. It's probably yeah. like within um, two seconds. It's just, walk. 
It's it's hard, right? Line you just got to you got to go in and manage it. Yeah, huh? and it's 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 real fine line because yeah. you make it. You you go down the route like um, what's the other game that came out recently? Uh, we happy for you, and everyone is jumping on that because the meters go down too quickly. It's really difficult to to refill them and. That again is it's a frustration in, in, in you know it's repetitive and it's takes you away from the focus of the main game, um, but you get it go too far like in this case where there is an abundance it doesn't feel like a challenge it just feels like a, a chore so it's, it's really tough and I'm sure they'll they'll tweak it hopefully my biggest thing was I've I've had once where I've landed on a ship and there was barely any plutonium which is the source you need to to lift off of a planet's surface. And I was hunting around for about yep. an hour trying to find some, um, but that's the only time that's I've ever I'm come across right a, a, a scarce uh, mineral. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I <laughs> and the other thing that I have struggled with on this is glitches. Um, really, I got trapped. I got trapped. Um, like I was flying at a um, space station. Um, and I was in what it was a pulse speed or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, when it dropped me out, I got stuck in a loop where I was like half stuck in the space station and half out of the space station, and I was just spinning around in circles um, until finally um, it kicked me out of it. Um, and then the other one, which I think John, you had this problem too. Um, was where my um, I parked my ship at a space station, and when I came back, my ship was so high up in the air I couldn't see it anymore. Uh, <laughs> so I, I couldn't get in it. I couldn't move anything to or from it. Um, I needed one of those bypass chips to be able to call the ship to me, but I couldn't get it from the ship because it was too far away because it was a million miles up in the air. Um, that was a little bit frustrating. I found that because it happened to me where it landed on some terrain that was like a spike, yeah. Um, but it was I was lucky enough where it was in jetpack reach, so I was able oh, okay. to fly up there, la- land on the ship, and then just get in. As as long as you're hugging like a cliff, you have infinite jetpack. So yeah. It just lets you climb walls and stuff like that. I've also had issues where um, the game would hard crash, and actually on PS4 even, the I was just trying to go into hyperdrive. And the game yeah. just says, like, unforeseen error, just crashes the game, and I'm back yeah. to the space station, and I lost, like, 15 minutes of progress, and that was pretty yeah. sad. That's but all I that also, math. That's all that uh, math, Sam. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> and also, I had uh, another glitch where I was trying to get the hyperdrive blueprint by, like, doing the whatever. You have to interact with, like, this, like, pillar thing or whatever, or, like, an antenna. And then you yeah. press square, and then it does like a thing. It shows you like where you are, and it does like an uploading of whatever you found. And it just didn't work. It just wouldn't work, no matter if I played square. And I didn't know if I was doing it wrong, if I needed something else. So I just like bumbled about for like ten, fifteen minutes, and I went online, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is this has been happening. You just got to reload your save after you've been pressing the square." And lo and behold, I reload my save. I have the hyperdrive bluepoint and and things like that. This game feels like it has. Like there's like like Ken said, there's no doubt that this is like a one of a kind game. There's no other game that was that has been made like this, and I'm very glad that it exists, and I'm I'm happy to have played it, even though this is not the kind of game that I personally enjoy. 
Um, but at the same time, because of like the factors of like the performance issues uh, on PC, uh, the glitches, the the bugs, the crashes, and the thing, kind of like the the duality of its philosophy with trying to make it make it so that you want to explore and grab everything around you, and then just trying to craft all sorts of crazy items and upgrade yourself, and then the the whole thing with the limitations of the inventory and how much money it takes to upgrade certain things. It feels like the game doesn't quite know what it's trying to be as a singular experience because this is not a game where you can tailor to your own uh, taste, right? You can't, you can't like turn on infinite inventory. Imagine if you could do that, right? If that was just an option for people to have. Let's say there was no thing where you had to fill in uh, like your uh, what was it like hyperdrives or whatever your landing gear because that's that's just like a chore. It's not hard to do. It's just. It's just the thing. It's just a thing that you have to do every once in a while. You gotta, you gotta reinforce whatever your protection thing, and you gotta just keep doing it. It's just like a hassle, and it's not hard. It's just tedious to do every single time. So, if the game had a bunch of options that that you could like fiddle with, the tailors the game and how it works to your your specifications, and you could just play it, that would have been probably like one of the best games I played this year. But this is not what we got. This is like a very one-sided experience, and the game doesn't know what it's trying to be. And I think eventually they'll you know, patch in these things where it'll give uh, the players options so that they can play it the way they want. But until then, I'm not I'm not really that interested in going back to it, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. just think I just think there should be a uh, universal locker in space stations where you can store stuff. So, for example, you collect your Atlas Stones, you can put them in there, and they'll always be mm-hmm. in the locker at the space station. That would be handy, because it means I can get rid of the stuff I'm trying to keep yeah, the- to upgrade my ship parts, but go out and do some trading and mining and stuff and, and, and some credits, essentially. Uh, the handy. game has like a limited inventory system similar to something like a fucking Resident Evil game, right? It's, you yeah. start out with such a limited... <laughs> and it's not, it's not just the fact that you have a limited inventory. A lot of that inventory is always taken up buy all these upgrades that you're going to be having. They're kind of like gun slots. That you yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I think a lot of the inventory problem, not all, but a lot of the inventory problems would be solved if your upgrades didn't take up inventory slots. Yeah, yeah. Really or at least, that's a very curious decision. Or at least if you upgrade, for example, your cannons, when you upgrade your cannons to like uh, another level or two, you've got to um, have the original cannon, cannon there. So you've got like two or three slots taken up just by the cannons because you've upgraded them twice, whereas they should really stack on top of each other. So you've only got one inventory slot for the cannon and your upgrades. Yeah, it, all it would need to be is just like a like a sequential upgrade, right? It'll be like plus one, and then after you get the plus two, it it replaces where the plus one used to be, right? And then that yeah, would yeah. be a simple way to do it. And they they don't do it. I don't get it. I don't understand how this get, kind of thing gets past QA for like quality of life upgrades. It's so simple. Well, fair play to Hello Games. They've uh, they're addressing those sort of situations. They've just hired about another um, thirty people, I think, for QA testing, and they're going to look at that sort of stuff. It's yeah. it's still a small team. That's the thing. No matter what people say, whether it's an indie game or a AAA game, you know, it, it was fifteen max when they finished and. It, there's a lot of stuff that will have slipped by then I'm sure that now that they've got mm-hmm. it out in the domain people are giving them feedback negative and positive and, and they'll make something of it see but John like we can't we can't go with the whole indie route 
you can say like, oh, they had a small team. Yeah, understandable. And they obviously there's a limited amount of time and resources they can put into it. But they're still putting this game out at the same price of every other AAA game, right? So you have to put them in the same standard as the Activision, as the Ubisoft. Yeah, because absolutely. Of but if you look at what they've done with that, mm-hmm. they they it's a a greater achievement than a lot of these other AAA. I mean, if you look at, I mean, we'll just take um, the Batman Arkham. Uh, night for PC, Warner Brothers, massive publisher, triple A developer, and it's it shot to shit on PC. And they've not really, you know, they attempted to fix it a couple of times, never really worked for, for some people. Um, at least Hello Games are turning around and saying, Yeah, we are aware of this. Yeah, yeah, we, we haven't, we haven't stopped. We, we are, you know, we've not pushed out the door, had a party, and, and slept for a month. We are still cracking on and working on it because this game means the world to those guys that you know it's not just a game that's being released that they'll make money from and technology that they're creating that hopefully they'll be able to sell to other developers it is a labor of love uh, for them and i think that 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 says a lot yeah no man's guy i still i will stay i will say it um it's enjoyable. I just don't know how long it'll be enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with Jay. I'm already kind of done. I've There's so many other games coming out, and there's games I haven't played that I feel like I got what I wanted out of this game. Maybe I'll revisit it, you know, in yeah. six months After to some year. updates and, you know, after it's been cleaned up and polished a bit more, I'm willing to go back into it. But for now, as it is now, I'm kind of done with it. Yep, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I'm I'm really happy for those guys. I hope this does well for them. And and to go back to the the AAA versus indie thing, I don't blame Hello Games for what they did. Sony offered to get behind them, put some marketing on it, you know, sell it as a a full AAA game. That's an opportunity you don't pass up. But at the same time, it comes with the consequences of being treated like a AAA developer. Yep. So. All right, so Drew, that's it for you? Yeah, I think so. All right. So, uh, John, do you play anything else besides No Man's Sky? Uh, just Ten Second Ninja. That's an uh, interesting game. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can re- read my review on the site. I wasn't overly struck by it. Um, it it's kind of... It's kind of cool. It's, it is like this... Uh, a blend of puzzle and quick reflexes kind of game. Um, so the idea being is that you have 10 seconds to clear a level of these robots and you have um, three throwing stars that you can use for the harder to reach enemies. And you have a sword for the ones you can get up close. And it's, Maybe I'm just too old. My fingers don't work <laughs> as fast as they used to. Um, but my God, did I have trouble. Um, not so much completing the levels, but completing them to a point where it would unlock the next phase of levels. Because you basically have to um, collect a certain amount of stars uh, before it'll unlock the next batch of, uh, of levels. And it... It's really, really difficult. Uh, too much of a, a learning curve for me, I'm afraid. Um, but I, I kind of like the idea. The idea was kind of cool. 
Um, I just wish it was uh, maybe wish I was a little bit better at them. Maybe, as I say, younger fingers will probably have a better job of it than um, than me. Um, but yeah, it, it's an okay game. Uh, it just it, the difficulty curve was far too much. But read my review, you know. That's fine. <laughs> Go read it. Go read it. <laughs> Go read it. And that's that's been essentially all I've played. Um, I have uh, been. Uh, spending my time uh, by the seaside this week. So, I, other than No Man's Sky, and I ain't really played a lot. <laughs> oh well, there you go. All right. So, Jay, you want to talk about some games? Do you play anything? Yeah, sure. Um, I actually went straight to my backlog since this has been a fairly slow month so far. So, I started up uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider finally. Oh, good game. Uh, I know. Yeah, I know this is an old game at this point. Um, playing the PC version now. Um, enjoying it. I mean, this is a kind of a weird thing because I just beat Uncharted 4 recently. <laughs> so I can't, I can't help but make kind of comparisons subconsciously as I'm playing it. And, um, it's, it's good. It's not, it, it's, it's a little janky in parts. The way you climb and do like, uh, like the way she, the, her animations get a little wonky here and there depending on what you're doing. But I think, uh, I think the game is still pretty fun. I like the whole uh, crafting element to it. Uh, I think there's a lot of busy work, uh, as usual. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not. A, I've never been a big fan of like collectibles for collectibles' sake. Uh, you know, there's like this here. There's like coins here. There's just like maps, like just filled with icons as you continuously unlock new waypoints and all this jazz. And that that part I could do without. But I get that that's something that's popular and people enjoy. So, whatever. But um, so far I'm enjoying the story. I'm only about about two three hours in so far. But I think, you know, just taking out my bow and just, like, shooting dudes in the head and just doing stealth takedowns kind of reminds me of Far Cry, like, third person for some reason in a lot of ways. Um, it seems okay. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to play more of it. I'm not sure if it's, like, a huge step up from the original in terms of, like, the gameplay. But at least it's not suffering from that, uh, was it, uh, narrative dissonance between what Laura is saying and what she's doing. Because now she's kind of like a hardened person. Uh, after going through that whole, whole ordeal of the first game, so it makes sense that she's able to like kill people and take people down uh, because she's been through all that. Well, previously it didn't really make any sense, but uh, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, the other actually big game that I've been playing, other than No Man's Sky, was um, did you guys hear of uh, AM2R? Oh yeah, I got that before they took it down. Took it down, yeah. I have job. not had a chance to play it yet, but I'm I'm dying to play it. Can you, you gotta play it. This yes. is a, another Metroid Two remake, and this is a game that's been in the works for years upon years by uh, like really passionate fans uh, trying to remake. Um, well, remake the you know, Metroid Two From that originally Game came out of yeah. Game Boy. Um, yeah, it was regular Game Boy, black and white. Yeah. Came out in like 91. So yeah, was, not a lot of people play this one. Return of Sam, I still believe. Yes, it is. Um, and actually, it's supposed to be a very good game, but like I said, not a lot of people played it because it was it, a handheld exclusive. Black it's and good, but it's very hard. Yeah. Um, At least and, it was to Kid I'll Ryan. Yeah, to Kid Ryan. <laughs> kid Ryan. Um, and man, they they pulled out all the stops. If they if this game came out like today as a downloadable game for 3DS, I would totally buy that this was professionally made. All the production values uh, from the music, uh, the controls, the level design, which is spectacular. 
it feels exactly like how Metroid games should feel. All the upgrades in like really creative ways. Um, you also get a lot of like different powers, like the spider ball thing that you get uh, pretty early on in the game actually opens up the map quite a bit, and you can use that in really clever ways where you can bomb jump, go out of uh, the sticky mode, and then latch onto something else, and then do all these really clever things to kind of get to places where it seems like the developers don't intend for you to go. But you see that there's like an upgrade there for you, waiting for you, just to reward you for that like extra bit of cleverness uh, using those mechanics in really interesting ways. And it's fun. And the, the difficulty is right around where I want it to be, where I've actually died once during one encounter because I was kind of playing dumb. But um, at the same time, it's not overly frustrating. Uh, the music is neat. Uh, the storyline, like, it's just basically like a setup where she's kind of going to this place where it's kind of infested with different types of Metroids. And you actually see how this newly born Metroid is starting to evolve into different forms. So as you fight them, you can see the ones that are older that are evolving into different forms. They're, like, bigger. They have, like, different appendages, different attacks and patterns. It's really well done. Like, this is the best Metroid game I've played since, uh, like... Was that Metro Fusion? As far as the 2D one goes, uh, spectacular! I I can't believe this was made by just a bunch of fans. And you know, Nintendo, even though they took it down, if you're if you're looking for it, if you if you you know if you really want it, you can still get it. And I highly recommend that you do. And is this what is it, the 25th or 30th anniversary of like Metroid, right? Yeah. And um, Nintendo sure as hell isn't doing anything with the franchise, you know. And the fans decided to take matters into their own hands. And I think it's very admirable of them to do so. And uh, if you're looking for a 2D Metro fix, you got it. This is spectacular. Play yeah, that, that, shit. Thing, that thing went down fast. I think it was up for a day or two. Yeah, just one day. One day and it was just gone. Nintendo wow. took it out. Yeah. I grabbed it as soon as they put it up. I'm like, I want this. And I've got a feeling it's going to go away. <laughs> Nintendo consistently has always been about taking things down now. Yeah. Surprisingly, I'm surprised they didn't get hit with a, you know, was it DMCA? Is that what the claims are? Right? Yeah, it's it, Nintendo at least just killed it. They didn't sue them or anything, which I guess that's... A, yeah, it could, the, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. At least they got to finish it, they got to actually publish it, and then now it's out there in the wild. It cannot be stopped at this point, you know what I mean? Exactly. If you really want it'll to. spread, and people will get it, and mm-hmm. the, the, their work is out there, and it'll be appreciated at this point. Yeah, I I get it. You know, I understand uh, both the perspectives of the fans making this game and other um, the 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 fact that you know, people will villainize Nintendo and and doing stuff like that. But at the same time, that's basically your response. Like that is kind of like the go to thing to do um, when something like this happens to one of your uh, IPs. It's something that you have to do. Kind of, you can take it in different ways that could earn them a lot of brownie points. But Nintendo hasn't really been the one to be really involved in that kind of stuff and they're not they've been always distant right mm-hmm. and what uh, the fans want so it is what it is uh but it's out there I, I love it so far i'm gonna play the rest of it i should grab it if you can and another fan game that i also saw that was completed after like seven or eight years of development was actually the fan-made pokemon game yeah uranium. Called pokemon uranium yeah oh really yeah um i think this is built on the the engine of the DS one that came out. I forget what was Pearl? it. Yeah, I think yeah, Pearl. I think it's built on that engine. 
Okay. I'm not 100% sure because you know, I'm not very familiar with Pokemon games. And um, I was just, you know, I've, I was I was coming off the high of uh, AM2R. So I was like, oh man, if this fan-made game was really amazing, maybe this Pokemon game would be you know, equally equally as good or even better. And, and then I remembered that I actually don't really like Pokemon games at all. Oh, that's <laughs> sad. Yeah, and then I started playing. It's made well. It's got some really cool stuff. They they had their own like pixel arts. They have like whole brand new Pokemon. They don't just copy paste sprites and all that animations. They made their own Pokemon. Really? So there's there's no uh, like existing Pokemon in this? Uh, not that I've seen. Probably Holy shit. probably licensing. They're afraid. You know. Is it called Pokemon? It though? is called Pokemon. Pokemon though, so. Yeah. I don't know how they're getting away with that. I don't know. Maybe uh, there's I'm not a sure loophole. If the official website is up still, but I grabbed it early as well. Pokemon. I think I might need to get that one. You might need to, and you know what? The funny thing is true. I, I'm sure you'll appreciate this. When you begin the game, it asks you if you want to play normal or nudge rock mode. Oh, really? Yeah, straight off the bat, it just wow. asks you if you want to play that mode, which is pretty awesome because this is a game made by the fans, so they know what's up. They know that's like a popular thing to do, so they just put it in there, which is which is great. That's interesting. Yeah, I may have to do that after I fail at my Pokemon Gold playthrough. <laughs> how um, how? I mean, I honestly expected you to have failed already, so I'm glad you're actually making this. Uh, <laughs> He's got so much faith in you. <laughs> I have yet to have a Pokemon die, mm, and I've got two. Ba- I've got two gym badges. Nice, nice, Joe. Maybe you can make it all the way. Prove me wrong, buddy. Prove me wrong. I'm gonna try to. The bad thing is, I'm getting really bad RNG whenever I go to a new area, and I can only capture one Pokemon. Yeah, that's it. And you I end up getting a fucking Rattata or some bullshit oh, like that. Oh no! And I'm just like, oh, please no. give me something. I need like, I need at least a Grass or an Electric Pokemon, and I don't have that. And I'm kind of screwed in that sense. Did you the- Did you spend the weekend on like Leechster Dictionary or something? You've been throwing out some terms today that are some people ain't going to get. What terms? You were in there and you're like, I get RNG'd over here and I was ignoring trash mobs. And I'm just like, all right. That's a standard gaming term. No, no. You're out of touch. You're out of touch with what standard gaming is. Well, I've known what RNG is for a very long time. All of us here are hardcore gamers for sure. Well, I, I I know, but I'm just saying. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure RNG at this point with every game that's come out having like a like a lot of like luck based content. You know, like if you ever play Diablo, you live and die by that RNG. If you play Hearthstone, if you play basically any mobile game where you like pull for things, which is like a big big element of those games, is just all RNG. Hey, I'm just it's all about RNG. Jesus. I'm no, well, I'm noticing because it's not a normal flow of conversation here. I mean, I've talked about it before. You're over. Oh. You're overing it today. Well, I play a lot of Diablo, so yeah, I deal with trash mobs. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that that I, I I think I need to get this uranium game. Let you me better, look this up. You better get on <laughs> it because if it's like where Metroid, do you find it at? Just do a just, Google, Google search. Just Google yeah, just search. just just Google it. I'm not gonna give like the actual addresses. I'm not sure if that will make me liable. For anything, so. <laughs> hey man, hey man. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're already on Nintendo's shit list as is. You know, I'm, Detective I'm Pikachu will show up at your door, and he's gonna fuck you. <laughs> up. Oh wow, this looks fantastic. Hey, hey, you knock yourself out, man. You know it's out there. You want to be uh, the very best. 
like no one ever was, baby. That's right. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, ch- uh, to close it off, uh, my weekly Overwatch update. Hey, um, I got to competitive ranking sixty-four now. Um, I I haven't played in in a, in, a, in a bit because I, I've been trying to get in touch with the, my competitive crew so that I can finish it off to get to sixty-five so I can get my. 300 competitive points at the end of the season, which is coming up real soon, actually, on the 17th. So two days after you listen to this podcast, competitive season one will be over. So if you haven't played competitive, trying to get your free competitive points in, go ahead and do that. Do your placement matches, get your free competitive points in. So I'll do that. I also played a bit with uh, Drew the other day, which was fun. He actually got the first taste of being nano-boosted as Reinhardt. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Tell me about that, Drew. That is insane. So Reinhardt is fast as shit. He's as fast as if he's getting a Lucio boost. And then on top of that, he does 50% more damage Yeah. and 50% better defense. He can't die. And you're just wrecking dudes. You just go in like a fucking wrecking ball. You just go, just smashing everyone to pieces. I think I saw you get a triple kill as you just went straight towards the enemy and they just backing away and futile. Yeah. Yep. They're, people were literally running away from me whenever I was nano boosted. Yeah. And that, that's fantastic. I got to play the game because of that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty great. Um, shouldn't, they, shouldn't they give that to to her Anna though? Um. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of like equal parts. They also kind of zip out Zarya in a lot of ways. Let's say you put her in a, like a nice black hole, and then you pull in like five people, right? And then you have like a fucking Hanjo that shoots an arrow, you know, his his dragon strike on it. And then boom, he gets to play the game, even though Zarya is the one that facilitated that from happening. So I think they ought to do like assist play of the games where they should have two people standing, right, at the same time for play of the game. Uh... I think that's something that they should implement because I feel like a lot of players get gypped, especially support characters. Like if a Lucio does like a breakdown and then basically saves everybody's life and then from from that play, someone else gets to play the game through like a Reaper alt or something like that, they should both get the credit for play of the game in my opinion. But maybe maybe they'll do that for next season. Who knows? Yeah, they're spent, constantly working that game. Yeah, I spent a lot of time testing the waters in Overwatch last night. Just checking some new characters. Yeah, any uh, any new revelations? I may on defense is pretty hot. <laughs> I, I so you got, got you got a taste of the devil. I did. I was I was getting used to her. I like her. Uh, I tried two of the popular characters. Okay. Uh, McCree and Genji. I'd never played them. Oh boy. Genji right. is way too much for my small brain. <laughs> uh, I died a lot as him. Uh, do not like McCree. Feel like he is extremely limited. Really, McCree yeah. is one of the most strongest characters right now. I know, and I don't—I I don't know if it's my skill or if it's the fact that I just don't—that's not my play style. But I could not get anything going with him at all. But I think I'm going to start—I'm going to start playing a lot more May on defense. I May, still, May I, is fun. Yeah, I still switch back to the rat because the rat's still the goat. I'm just going to throw that out there. And we <laughs> when have, you start using your ice walls in really creative ways to dick over people, you're going to. We're gonna have a good time. Yeah, we we had our first match last night. Of everybody wants to be the same character, mm-hmm. and everybody mimicked me. So it was me and Justin on a team. He was Diva, and there were five rats. That's a lot of grenades. That that was a fucking crazy match. 
<laughs> Did you guys win? Yes, we won. Oh, okay. That I would feel pretty bad if I lost to five junk rats, honestly. Yeah. Because all you need to do is just pick five pharaohs and you win the game automatically. Yep. They yeah. did not change up their tactics. We just moved the payload straight to the spot, and it was not even... There was nothing to it. Council players, how did they work? Oh, they can't handle my rat. Just <laughs> out there. All right, man. Junk rat. <laughs> I love the junk rat. He's, he is a really fun character. He is. He's super fun to play. Um, there's actually a lot of big news, though. I think we ought to get news about Sombra come Gamescom. The next new character for Overwatch. So, mm. people have been going fucking... If you go to Overwatch Reddit, they're trying to decipher codes that Blizzard hides in their videos and promotional stuff. And there are these, like, AR codes, and they need, like, ciphers. This is, like, fucking... <laughs> like, really next-level stuff. Like, people are jump dumping in tens like hundreds of hours trying to decipher these really cryptic codes to get like it's like fun for them i guess but <laughs> people go fucking crazy i don't, I don't, like mr I don't robot or something yeah yeah, yeah. just it's, go play the game that'd be fun too nah man this is this is more than just a <laughs> this, game is game. Sir's we, we this is this is business yeah so that's that's good overwatch still still really good game yeah, still it playing is. it um, and uh, that's basically it for me. All right. So the wombat. Do you play anything besides the Norman, the Norman Sky? Norman Sky. Norman Sky. Um, the only other thing I played aside from aside from Norman Sky, um, is on iOS. Um, a game called Eisenhorn Xenos. All right. <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's a Warhammer 40k uh game. Okay. That is also out on PC, but the PC version, I think, is a port of the iOS version. So um, it's not like a full-fledged PC game, I don't think. Um, it, so it's, um, it's based on a book series, a Warhammer 40K book series, and you play as an Inquisitor, which basically are like psychic detectives. Um, and it's kind of like, so this is, I don't want to get anybody's hopes super up here, but this is the best way I can describe it. It kind of reminds me of uh, Batman um, in that it's a third-person action game that you have to sneak around in, um, that you fight uh, groups of enemies that surround you, and you have a dodge button and all that stuff. Um, and you've got to do some detective work. You've got a little machine that will turn on and off electric equipment and stuff like that. Um, the voice acting for the main character is really good. Everybody else's kind of sucks. <laughs> um, but uh, the, the voice acting for the main character, I think, is uh, the same guy who did the main character in Space Marine. Um, so it's, it's pretty good. But uh, I haven't played a ton of it so far. Uh, but what I've played of it, it it seems pretty good, especially for an iOS game that's kind of a Batman clone. Um, so I, you know, it's ten bucks. So I don't, I don't know that at this point um, I'd recommend it for ten bucks. But um, um, if it goes on a price drop or something, it's worth checking out. Cool. And then I'll have a review up for that next week. By the way, Drew, there's a tweet that just went out that said Pokemon Uranium has been pulled. Yeah, I just looked. Uh, but I uh, guess what? I found Download Mirrors. Well, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything else? 
Nope, that's it. That's it for me. That and No Man's Sky is all I really played. Oh, so Warhammer wise, was that the 16th or 17th Warhammer game has come out this year? Uh, it might be the one millionth. <laughs> mm. That <laughs> sounds about a, right. There's that a lot of right. those games. Man. It's well. So the challenge there is that Games Workshop do, hasn't done what most companies with that kind of license would do, and that's kind of stick to one publisher and or developer. Um, they just let anybody make a Warhammer game. <laughs> Clearly, uh, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, I mean. Anybody who wants to make a Warhammer game, they're just handing out licenses. Um, so, yeah, it sort of dilutes the uh, property, to say the least. <sighs> All right, well, I'll wrap this up. I, there's not a lot to talk about. Um, I played Norman Sky, played Overwatch, still playing Battlefront. Uh, playing a lot of King of Fighters, but I can't talk about that in detail yet. Uh, I am playing Worms WMD. Nice. WMD. Uh, it's been a long like time. The Worms games. Yeah, it's been a long time since I got into a Worms game, and I had heard good things about this one. So oh, hold on, hold on. Was the, was, it was, was the twist that the Worms actually didn't have any WMDs? Is that the twist nah. they were going for narratively? No? It's nah. not, that's not what they No? Okay. This game's got fucking mechs. Mmm. <laughs> Get in a worm <laughs> mech. It's got awesome. It's got tanks. You can drive a little tank around, blow shit up. I mean, it's worms. It's good. Um, it's kind of got a little bit of a new art style. Uh, there's a there's an overarching player level that unlocks new things. Uh, some of them extremely annoying. Uh, like some of them are narrator voiceovers. I unlocked the Valley Girl one. Don't don't ever equip that. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's it's terrible, uh, but no, it's it's fun. Uh, I will be doing a review of that. It's also out the same day as King of Fighters and Deus Ex and Madden. So, uh, good luck, worms. <laughs> good luck, worms. <laughs> Which is sad because it's a really good game. If they could have, they probably should have put it out this week, not that week. Also, started a new run through Pokemon because I've been wanting to play some Pokemon. Which Pokemon? I'm playing Pokemon X. <clears throat> so, uh, maybe you should try out this Uranium instead. It's, no, yeah. it, I I actually feel like I need to get use out of my 3DS. Mm. So, and that game's been sitting on there. Hey, there's another game you could play called Monster Hunter. Man, you could mm. play it with me and Drew. Have no, a thanks. good time. See, I've played Monster Hunter before. That's not for me. Uh, I've played right. a lot of Pokemon. That is for me. I love some Pokemon. Okay. So I've, I, it's been a long time since I've played one. God, I, I can't tell you the last one I actually played. And and played it a lot. So have you beaten one? Yes, I've beat uh, Blue back in the day. Gotcha. Back in the day. Beat the Elite Four and everything, huh? Yeah, yeah. Loved Pokemon. That's back when I had a lot of time. So this one, I'm just going to take my time, go through. I'm right at the first gym, but I'm grinding before I go in. Um. So, yeah, picked Froki, named him Bert. <laughs> Alright, makes sense. That's one of the funnest things to do in Pokemon, is to, to name your Pokemon. Really stupid names. 
Yeah, I named mine really dumb names. That's super fun because when then they, they, when they evolve or level up, you're like, "Go, Bert." <laughs> anyway, that's about it that I can talk about. So let's talk about what's coming out this week. Absolute Drift Zen Ooh. Edition. Because there was apparently a non-Zen edition that you didn't know about. Uh, Among the Sleep. Why do I feel like I've said that game many That's times? That's uh, the one with the, you play as a kid, right? Yes. The, yeah, the, I played that on PC a while ago. Maybe this is the physical release that's coming out. Is it for, like, consoles PS4. or something? PS4. I okay, thought... I don't think it's. I don't think it was on PS4 before. Okay, I swore it was, but maybe I'm crazy. Mm. Uh, the th- is this the third or the fourth game in the PlayStation Summer Games? Bound last... is it? Yeah, it's Bound is out this week. Which Brutal was last week, and I watched a video of Brutal, and I'm like, this looks great. And then the video, the person doing the commentary was like, yeah, this is a really interesting roguelike. And then I was like, close. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta give roguelikes some other shot, man. Like, I've, just because they say roguelike, you shouldn't try it. Just try it. It's no, really I've played plenty of those games to know that I don't want to start over when I die. You like Rogue Legacy? It's fine. That's so try the it. only one. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm in a similar boat as you, but I tried roguelike rogue, rogue games anyway. Tried to see if there's another Rogue Legacy out there for me. Well, here's a crazy idea. Maybe if they put out fucking demos, I would try them. But I'm not spending twenty bucks on a genre I hate. <laughs> when do you pay for games anyway? Uh, not very often, but exactly. Just fucking. But there's no, there's no, no, there's no, there's no version. Like nobody got this game, so I'm not. Mm, no. Yeah. And if even if we got a review code, I would not be the one that would be like, okay, I'm gonna review this game of a genre I hate. It's like me taking a soccer game on for review. Like, what? Maybe you love soccer games up to that point. No, I don't. I have EA access, Jay. I have access to all of the FIFA games. I don't care. Maybe maybe you don't like FIFA. Maybe you'll like PES. No, I have that game, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do not like it. This one. Uh, the last one that came out last year. Mm-hmm. I have it. Drew knows because he has it, too. Yeah. I asked him to play a match, and we never played a match. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, the newest Hitman episode is out this week, episode four, Bangkok. <laughs> I was wondering if somebody was going to chuckle. Every time. Uh, Valentino Rossi, the game. What? It's a racing game, I think. Valentino Rossi? Is that a it's car? It's a motorcycle, motorcycle oh, okay. racer. He's a, he's a rider. But okay. doesn't this game cool. have more than motorcycles and have like cars and stuff too? Don't think so. Uh, my friends play. He's been out here in the UK a couple of weeks, month maybe. Um, he likes it, but he likes all sort of motorbike racing games. So, God, he didn't like that one that just came out a few months ago, did he? Like, what was it called? Ride from Namco Bandai. Yeah, I think he did. Actually. I played the demo of that game <laughs> and it was fucking awful. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's all very well. Uh, another racing game out this week. Man, it's a racing game week. Uh, F1 2016 is out this week. Okay. I don't know, man. I've I've heard those games are excellent. Those are... Mm, for those into Formula One, yeah, apparently. Yeah. They, uh, well, I think there's been Rocky occasionally, but 
Um, I think Codemasters coming off the success of Dirt, I think people are hyped. Uh, also out this week, the sequel to Grow Home, which is called Grow Up. Nice. So if you played that game, that was on PS Plus for free, right? Yes, it was, yeah. yeah. So the sequel's out this week. Uh, That's not that old, is it? No, nope. it's not. Last year, I think. Uh, Prominence Poker is out for the Xbox One this week. Uh, it's free. Ooh, cool. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I got a Prominence oh, like- Poker. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she I like said. poker games. Uh, Uno is supposedly out this week. <gasps> wow! I, you're the only. Was that, was that a sarcastic? I was going to say that was the most. Uh... No, actually, I, I I might actually pick that up. That's I like Uno. Uno is okay. fine, but you could probably buy a deck of cards that you don't ever have to upgrade. No, true, but then that requires me to have real friends to play with. <laughs> That's true. Well, we all know that's an impossibility for John. So mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've seen this game for a while, but I don't know what it is. Uh, it's called Baila Latino. What? It's coming what? out this week. I don't. I keep seeing ba- its Bailar? name. B a i l a. Baila, Baila. Dance Latino? Is that? I don't know. Sure. Latin dance. Okay. I don't. Unnamed fiasco. Is also out this week. What's what's his name? It's it's unnamed. <laughs> uh, so I only knew this because this game showed up. I don't know if I'm going to review it yet or not. I'm still debating. But that Metroid Prime Federation Force comes out this week. <laughs> <laughs> I did not request a copy uh, of it, and it showed up. And I'm like, huh. Well, wow, Nintendo throwing out copies of games we don't request, huh? And denying desperate and denying copies of games that we do request, which is the weird thing. Well, how does how does that work? You know, maybe maybe no one wants Federation. <laughs> is, that, is that maybe the hint that we can look at? We can, we can read into this, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't played it yet, so I can't speak to its quality. Not that I could anyway, because I'm sure there's an embargo until Friday. Probably, but. Yeah. Is that mainly multiplayer, or is there a single player? There is a that? single player in it, but I don't. Okay. I don't know what it is yet. Uh, and I think that's it, at least what we know so far. So let's jump into the news and the big story this week, which has yet to be confirmed. <laughs> but it looks like Final Fantasy Fifteen is not going to make that big. Whoops. Whoopsie! Which is weird because they had an event to announce the release date. Yeah, they no. Previously, they had an event to announce the event to <laughs> announce the release date, and then after the event happened that announced the release date, now they're saying that uh, it might be November twenty ninth instead of September thirtieth. Which is weird, but not unexpected. That game. This, that game has been in development for so long. It's kind of like the it's just just as the same as the Last Guardian, in my opinion. Like I won't believe that it actually really exists as a video game until I have it in my hands. So yeah, this this does not surprise me at all. Well, yeah. the thing the thing that I talked about yesterday when I found out about this is that they can delay it into November, December, even January, but don't chance pushing it to February with Persona. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. I think November has steep competition as it is anyway. So I think that's a. That's but a dumb but not an RPG of that caliber. Yeah, you I think, I, uh, I think Persona is a little bit more niche. It, it, it is, is but more. but it's huge though. Like it's the hugest niche. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It's, it's the most popular niche you can get. Yeah. That's uh, uh, what. When does the breaking point become? When it becomes so popular that it's no longer niche? Well, I think Persona Five hit that now. Just asking a question here. If you had to pick just one of those two, which one would you pick? That's Persona. not even the contest. Persona Five. And, and, and you're <laughs> sitting here telling me that if that doesn't matter, and I totally think that matters. <laughs> I, well, I th- that's just based on the experience of the previous games as compared to the other Final Fantasy games that we played in recent memory. Oh, I'm sure you're not the only one who feels that way. That's why I'm saying that Square Enix would do wise not to push that game into February. Yeah. I don't think... That's that's pretty far away. I mean, even November is an extra three months, right? This so. game's been in development for like 15 years. Do you really think six months is going to make a big difference? <laughs> yes. Yes, it, yes, it would. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm actually kind of hesitant to play this game at all on this date because, like they say, they're talking about a PC port, and I really want to play this game the the best of its capabilities and the best performance and everything. Because as much as you know, you don't like talking about performance and stuff like that. When when it's bad enough, it affects gameplay. It affects your oh, absolutely. But my my issue of not wanting to talk about performance is most of the people are fucking. Combing through, looking for two or three frames difference, which is stupid. No, I, I'm, I'm talking about a game that can't stay at a steady thirty frames. Oh which yeah. is Final Fantasy 15 on PS4 right now. If they decide to say like, oh, we have a Neo version of Final Fantasy 15, <laughs> and that runs at sixty, I'm like, oh fuck, and gotta, gotta play the, play that one. I can't, I don't want to play like a really inferior version of a game that I've been looking forward to for a long time. Well, then buy That's a Neo dumb. scrub. I, I might, depending on what uh, what other stuff they're offering. Oh, well, let's 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 talk about the Neo because uh, right, uh, if you didn't see it, uh, the new super journalist team over at Vice Gaming. Vice Gaming. <laughs> Vice Gaming. I don't I don't know if you paid attention, but uh, the two guys that went through Giant Bomb that were news guys, you know, the ones that broke the Xbox big story about uh, dropping DRM. Uh, the guys that broke the Neo stories, the guys that broke pretty much every important story on the internet, now work sure. together over at Vice Gaming. Who is this? Uh, oh. Austin Walker and Patrick Klepek. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, I know Klepek. Okay, cool. Yeah, so they uh, broke a story I... this past week that Sony is going to unveil the Neo on September 7th. And then two or three days after they broke that, Sony sent out invites to a PlayStation event on September 7th. Okay. Uh, in addition to the Neo, there's also rumors that they will announce the PlayStation 4 Slim and a successor to the PlayStation Vita. No, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I can see it happening. Oh, I'd love it to happen. Vita yeah. is amazing, but seriously, they left that thing to die too soon. They they abandoned uh, ship on the Vita. Fool me once, shame uh, on you. But yes. the thing about it is, <laughs> Jamie twice, shame on me. Fool me a third time. Uh, the Bush as quote. someone who owned both a PSP and a Vita, uh, it's going to be hard for me to get excited for the next Sony. <laughs> I I don't regret owning both a PSP and a Vita. Contrary, I got a lot of play out of my I PSP. Got, 
I, I got, I got a ton of play yeah. out of both consoles. I, I play more Vita this year than I have played, like, my Wii U by far. That, so let me come ask on you a question. <laughs> that may be the case. <laughs> yeah. But uh, don't you kind of wish that they had come out with some more games for it? Well, more is always better, Ryan, but what are we talking about here? I just wish yeah. it was more than an indie portable machine. Because no, that's... that's not that's not what it is, Ken. Let's 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 be frank. That's really not what it is. You get a ton of exclusive JRPGs that you would never get on your home consoles, like the PS4, PS3, whatever. So... Uh, you get a bunch of really awesome visual novels. <laughs> Did stuff. you just say so? Well, you <laughs> yeah. don't care about that, Ryan. But that's my favorite genre. So I care about that a lot. So right. that, that's what matters to me. Um, so I played a bunch of these games that I would not have been able to without the Vita this year, uh, all exclusive to that device. They're not ports. I get that they get a lot of indie ports and stuff like that, too. Um, that's what you get for PS Plus a lot of times, but that's not what the console is. So let's, don't, don't, like, talk down on it and then make it look like it's worse than it actually is, man. That's not cool. If you're not into those games, it is worse than it actually is, because I don't care about those games. So the I think the Vita has has proven how well a JRPG only machine sells in this country. Pretty garbage. You gotta have <laughs> diversity. You got to have so, diversity. Yeah, I don't want to buy. I don't. So I'm not a JRPG guy, right? That's right, not a right, secret. Right. Okay, sure. So I'm not gonna buy their successor console because when I bought this console, they didn't say, "Hey, by the way." 80% of the games we're going to put out for this are going to either be obscure Japanese games or JRPGs that you don't care about. Mm-hmm. Um, they sold it as, hey, we're going to flood this thing with a ton of mainstream games, right? It's going to be a perfect accessory to the PS4 and the PS3. Um, and it just wasn't that. Let's not forget uh, those two big games that they announced that were selling points that they canceled quietly. Yeah, Resident that, uh, Evil. Diablo game? Well, Resident Ruin? Evil. Remember, they announced the fucking Resident Evil for the Vita. Yes, they did. And Bioshock. And a Bioshock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a Bioshock. the games never happened. No, they didn't, because Sony doesn't give a shit about that thing. That that Diablo-type game, Ruin, man, I was so excited for that. That looked cool! Yeah, I was like, I'm totally down for a loot whore game on, on the go. Yes, absolutely. All Sony has done with that thing is lie. And not support it. And I'm frustrated <laughs> about it because that machine is excellent. Oh, it's yeah. a great machine. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic hardware device. Um, but they just marketed it wrong, man. And they, did. they didn't put in the kind of backing that it served. And I can I can understand you guys' perspective and and I'm sure you guys understand mine because I do care about those games that you guys don't sure. care about. Absolutely. So it, it makes sense to me. But if you were talking about a wider appeal, they're certainly gonna put a lot more backing into it. But the thing about it is that Sony has focused their entirety, and I mean their entirety, to their gaming de- uh, gaming de- uh, department, right? Because their everything else is gone. Basically, Sony is basically a gaming company at this point, yeah. so they need to support their thing because that's their only lifeline. So I think if they put in a portable device and they are going to announce it, they're not going to do it half-heartedly. Is what it feels like to me because they can't, they can't. It doesn't seem like they can afford to. If they put out another portable device and it just completely flops, that's losing them too much money. I guess I, I guess my big question about that is mm-hmm. the Vita itself is still kick-ass. Why not just go support it? 
Like, that thing is the best handheld I've ever seen technologically and in uh-huh. so many other aspects. Why not just start supporting it? Why make a new one? Because it yeah, has some fundamental that things out of date. Yeah, it's that, not that day, is it? No, it's really not. And it's still a fucking fantastic machine. Depends on depends on what kind of games you want to put on it. it. It all depends on whether it's outdated or not. And the thing about it, Ken, is that the Vita has that exact stigma of what you've already put on it, right? Oh, the Vita has no games. The Vita is dead. Uh, they start they stop supporting Vita. And now, if they try to revitalize this old supposedly dead device, it would be a much more difficult proposition than putting out a new fancy device with new bells and whistles, new hardware, cutting edge technology, and saying like, "This is a new thing." And we understand that the mistakes of the Vita, then we can put forth. This new device that we're going to actually fulfill all the desires of the people that want the gaming to go. But the trouble with that right now is that the the mobile market has been like it's turned both. upside down. Yeah, because of the whole introduction of the, the cell phones, smart uh, devices, and all this jazz with the, the tablets and everything. So people are looking at their devices and saying, like, wow, I can buy this game for $5. This game is free to play. This game is free to play. Why would I pay... Uh, like three hundred, four hundred dollars for this, you know, device where I have to pay forty dollars on top of that to buy new games for. It didn't make sense to a lot of the regular consumer consumers that don't know the difference between the quality of these set titles, and that's uh, something that they're gonna have to work with. That uh, that that like stigma about mobile games compared to what actual you know like you know handheld gaming is about. There's a difference between the two. And Sony is going to really have to drill the difference between the two aspects uh, into the consumer's heads if they're going to try to sell another device. And see, I, I would counter that by saying exactly what you're talking about. The Vita has a bad stigma. Mm-hmm. And people like me and Ryan, we're not going to buy another Sony handheld. I just I just don't see it happening because... At, at least not until they produce. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, and, I, and I feel like... Because let's be fair, if you know anything about development, R&D is the most expensive part of development. So why research and develop a portable device instead of just revitalizing the one you have? Rebrand it. Change it. Change the message. That's a lot cheaper than building a new handheld that you don't need. I think it's cheaper, but I I just flat out think it wouldn't work. That's why they're not doing it, because... the likelihood of the Vita like resurging as like fucking Phoenix from the ground and the ashes is so unlikely to me that it doesn't matter what kind of message they put out. It's dead at this point. They need to put out a new thing. And you underestimate the the idea of new. People get something because it's new and flashy and shiny, more so than what it actually offers. And that's how you get that's how you get those launch prices and everything. But I don't know. I don't see it as like a poor strategy, but hell of a lot of work ahead of them if they try to make another portable device. But I'm I'm all for it if they try to do it well. Yeah, I just think it's going to fall right on its face. It might. It might, but it might not. And uh, they're taking all the risk. I'm not. So I don't really care about that <laughs> particularly. I well, want yeah. them to put out this new device. I want it to be nice. I, they they have to understood why the Vita failed in a lot of ways. The branding, the things that they tried to do with the proprietary, uh, the fucking storage devices and shit. That shit's got to go, okay? It's going to be done digitally. And, you know, based on the fact that you can have, on the, on the palm of your hand, you can have something that can fit 10 terabytes 
Okay, so you have that kind of storage uh, technology out there. So fitting in like a terabyte of memory on a handheld device uh, is not even like not not feasible. You can you don't even need storage devices. Everything can be done digitally. You download everything. There's no physical media. It could be a completely digital thing. And never, I'd be a hundred percent down for that thing. But yeah, like I said, it needs to. It needs to be some really nice stuff. Uh, it's it's gotta, a, they got a message, right? Just a large uphill battle. I don't see Sony winning or wanting to go down. I would be shocked if they announced it. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But what about that Neo? Huh? Uh, what about it? The, the console <laughs> that no one wants, right? <laughs> oh, no. There's plenty of people out there that want it. It's just, they're weird people, I think, sometimes. Because they they just want they just want the bigger package. Uh huh. I want that. They just want the bigger package. Well, you know, some people are just happy with their package, John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just me. <laughs> but no, the Neo. I I don't. Man, I'm still excited to see how these things play out. But at the same time, I just don't know. I don't know what this what's this going to do. Well, it's gonna do. It's gonna set a precedence for yeah, consoles and upgrades a, and stuff like that. That's a scary thing. Well, I mean, Microsoft has over, you know, already done the whole Scorpio thing. That's a thing that's gonna come out eventually. Uh, Sony has already, you know, tipped their hand with the the basic specifications of the Neo, which are which are okay and sure and all these. Ideas and the the messaging, I think, is going to be the most important because we've had that leaked email or whatever uh, announcement thing where they talk about like, oh, no PS4 game. Every PS4 game that runs on Neo must also run the PS4 without much compromise and all that jazz. Uh, it's 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 such a it's such a difficult battle to fight because no matter what they say, they they lose. If they say the oh the Neo is great. The PS4 just got worse, right? They say, "Oh, the Neo's not Neo's not that great, not that much different than the, the PS4." Then the Neo is obviously completely obsolete on launch. So, no matter what message they try to spin, it's a lose some battle, and that's a fucking terrible position to be in. And they put themselves in it because I don't know, I don't know who thought this was a great idea, but from a future proof and kind of like going forward as how technology is supposed to go. I think it can work out in the end, but in this moment, at this time, they're in a really shitty position. Yeah, I just I, I understand Microsoft doing it because Microsoft's losing so bad that they got to take a chance. But why Sony is doing it, I have no fucking clue. Because Microsoft's doing it. But they announced it before Microsoft did. Well, they got it leaked before got Microsoft did. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It seems it seems odd. Yeah, I oh, just just a roll call. Anybody here? Is there anything that could make you buy a Neo? No, there's a, there's no. a ton of things that could make me buy a Neo. They could be like, oh, you have we have a trading system where you trade yeah. in your PS4 and you get a Neo for a hundred bucks. I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, okay, that's, sure, I'll do that's that. That's not gonna happen. Like, okay, yeah, they might not. Is there We're anything feasible that would make you buy a Neo? <laughs> If well, they put out enough content for the for the thing and say it it basically runs exactly the way I want it to, unlike if I were to play on a high end PC, then I'd be tempted. Especially if something were to happen to my PS4. Like my PS4 has kind of been acting up, way it's been ejecting discs and like uh, like when I press the eject disc, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it ejects disc by itself, like it's fucking possessed. <laughs> um, it's weird. 
and I've been trying to figure it out, and I got it to work consistently now. But like, if that dies, I'm not gonna buy another PS4 if the Neo's out. I'm gonna buy the Neo. Let's just let's you know they're work. gonna yeah. they're gonna um they're gonna release a firmware. Firmware, yeah, they're gonna break the PS4. Yeah, <laughs> that <too. laughs> that's how uh, you know the mobile devices work. Whenever the new one's about to come out, they put out that new firmware. All of a sudden, your shit gets real slow, and you know your battery starts draining really fast. And you're like, oh, maybe I should just get the new one. And uh, yep, it, it works. Oh man, it's gonna be a weird time. I'll tell you what, though, September. So September seventh for the PlayStation Neo thing. Rumors running around that the NX is gonna be unveiled in September. It's exciting. So, do you think NX launches this year? I'm sorry, not NX, Neo. Uh, I reckon it'll be soon. I reckon it'll be uh, this year. I think before Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think it'll be this year. Yeah, it's, it, you can't announce it and then expect people to buy PlayStations through the holiday. I think no, it's going it. to be released on the same day as Final Fantasy 15 on November 29th. And it's going to have a new version of Final Fantasy XV that's going to be a launch title. And it's going to run significantly better than the PS4 iterator. <laughs> and oh I'm going to be fucking pissed. Oh, God. Just yeah, imagine, pissed. The, imagine the backlash on that. Like, if you want to play the real version of Final Fantasy yeah. XV, you got to buy a Neo. And then, fuck you, I'm not buying Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> Oh. I might I might wait for the PC version at that point because one game isn't gonna do do enough for me to uh, buy the game. Man, that's such a weird time. Yeah. Uh, anybody who has an Xbox One since that new summer update, how do you feel about that beep that happens every time you turn the bitch on? Well, there's a beep. Yeah. When you start the system up, it goes doo That did mo- that did. On my old Xbox. Is this is this yeah. really news? Ken? Uh, they're making <laughs> really? a, they're making a firmware update that will let you turn it off. Well, well, uh, uh, okay. okay, sure. You guys bitch about quality of life, and then when they do it, you're like, "Who cares?" How about they <laughs> stop that B button from opening up old apps? How about that? Right. Hey, there we go. <laughs> that that's a good one. Let Let's say you're you're like a student, you're a kid, right? And you just want to play some Xbox One that, let's say, three o'clock in the morning, your parents are asleep, and that beep can give you give you away. Now you can play in secret without having that issue. So, you know, good for you, two guy, two guys in the world. There you go. Speaking of Xbox news, NPD came out. Sure. Uh, Xbox outsold PlayStation Four for the first time, and I don't know how long. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And that was before the S launched. That was a price drop, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Count that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now this month the S launched, so I'm gonna assume Xbox will outsell them again in August. They sold out in the UK. You can't it's, buy it now. It's sold out here too. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, what do you expect? They do have the best multiplats and motherfucking exclusives. <laughs> Rack that shit up, Drew. I haven't. I haven't brought that up in a while. <laughs> Did you watch that video I sent you? Because it was great. It was pretty fucking. It great. was pretty fucking great. Oh. That's uh, that's a really obnoxious fanboy guy, right? Yes, yeah. yes, and it's so much fun when 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 he gets one of those, you know, like because Xbox One NPDs, so he gets <laughs> real cocky in the video and starts saying some really dumb shit. <laughs> I've been mean, like yelling and stuff. Oh, that's the best part. Like hardcore, like yelling. Oh man. I'm a I'm a pony leg breaker, Drew. Oh what? <laughs> you gotta watch one of these videos. 
It's so he bad. Called, he called him a, uh, it, they call him Sony Ponies. And he said he's a <laughs> pony leg breaker. Sony Ponies? <laughs> you know, it's is, like, is that his word for like Sony fanboys? Well, fanboys? that's that's the word oh, okay. for them because, you know, Xbox people are Xbots. Mm-hmm. You know, so Sony people are Sony Ponies. So, <laughs> so he breaks He's got a t-shirt. He's got a t-shirt that you could buy that 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 says Sony or was it Pony Leg Breaker? Dude, it's it's so stupid. It's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, I wonder how many of those shirts he sold. uh, Probably more than I want to know. Uh, And there's probably idiots out there wearing them. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm going to be enjoying all of my shit. <laughs> uh, Project Spark. Remember when they canceled that? Yep. The servers are now officially offline. Mm. Oh wow! So that I conquer. <laughs> yeah, that game is dead, dead, dead. Oh wow! Makes me sad though. Was that, that game on 360 as well? I uh, no, I don't think it was on PC. I think PC okay. and Xbox One. Uh, big Destiny news coming this week, according to Bungie. Has Rise of Iron came out yet? September. Mm. Uh, Nordic Games, you know those guys who bought all the THQ properties? Yeah. They've renamed themselves to THQ Nordic. <laughs> well, why not? Might as well. <laughs> they, have thir- sure. they have 13 unannounced titles in development. Darksiders 3? Darksiders 3? Well, a, like, when's, that, when's that? When's that remaster come out? Uh, October, I think. Yeah, hopefully that'll sell well. I'd be nice to see a third and a fourth of that if they do all right. So, yeah. if the remasters of the Darksiders games are sixty dollars, this is going to be like what six hundred dollars for a new game? Darksiders remasters that... were not sixty dollars. Oh, they're not. Okay, yeah. good. The new ones twenty dollars. The yeah. The, the Warmaster edition, 20, 20 bucks. Okay, I must be thinking Activision again. Or 50 bucks. Yeah, Activision uh, stealth release, Transformer. Okay, so here's a funny story. Um, and this is what happens when, and this is exactly the people Activision are getting. So Activision ported Transformers Fall of Cybertron to Xbox One and PS4 this past week, right? Uh, yes. It was $60 for a port, for a port of that old game. I saw somebody, I'm not going to mention their name, playing it online. So I messaged them and I said, why are you playing this? Like, don't you own this game? Haven't you played this game? Did you really spend 60 bucks on this port? They're like, it's not a port, it's a new game. What? And I'm like, no, it's not. And I sent them a picture of the 360 version and they were like, fuck. (laughs) Do your research. So they got him. I want to know who that was. <laughs> I have a feeling it's somebody I know. You do know. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I know who it is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I felt sorry. so bad. I felt so bad telling them. I'm like, that's not a new game. Oh god. And that's exactly why Activision doesn't market these things. Man, fuck that shit. That's that that's fucking schemey right there. Yep. Whoa, 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 hold on. Did you did you say Activision did something scummy? That's I'm not sure if uh, I can handle that kind of criticism. I mean, that. they've done stuff like that in the past, but this is like on a whole other level of deceiving people. Yeah, these are bad. Like you, you probably knew Marvel Ultimate Alliance was a port because there was two of them in a package. You know, 
But when you just yeah. put a Transformers game out there with a name on it, and people might not remember that game came out, it's been almost, what, six years, five, six years since that game came out? The Transformers game? The, the second one, yeah. It was on has it been that long? Yeah, it has. Oh, my God. Was it called Devastation? No, 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 not that one. Which one is it? It's Fall of Cybertron. Oh, Jesus. The High Moon game. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> that That's horrible. That, yeah. uh, <laughs> God. Oh, man. <laughs> so, you know, Bobby Connick's sitting there watching him download. He's like, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's too busy uh, filming Moneyball, too. Yeah, probably. Uh, the only other thing is, if you hadn't seen it, the Titanfall 2 single-player trailer came out this week. I've yet to watch that. That looks really good. I'm Ooh. I'm actually pretty sold on Titanfall 2 already, so I'm just going to play that game when it comes out instead of watching these things. But excited for it, though. I awesome. honestly don't. I, I, it doesn't appeal to me. Oh, you really? Should, that You should watch the single-player trailer. I just, I don't know. I like, I've seen so much footage of Titanfall 1, and I'm just like, I don't want to play this. This is, this is Call of Duty with mechs. You should watch the single-player trailer for Titanfall. You really, really should. Like, I'll probably watch it and say, yeah, enjoy it. I'm not going to play that. Yeah, but you don't know because you haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. All watch right. it. Last piece of news. Quantum Break's coming to PC. Uh, yeah, sure. Again. Again. On Steam. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. coming to Steam. Uh, it's also getting a physical collector's edition. It's not a download code. So why are they putting this that way because people hate the windows store hey yeah maybe just maybe they'll understand that <laughs> and stop doing this bullshit mm, no no they won't. probably not, probably <laughs> it's not. microsoft they, they don't learn their lessons as quick are you kidding me until until about like six of their high profile games put out insanely terrible numbers they're gonna not, not do that so yeah. yeah uh okay i lied one more piece of news uh does anybody remember Rhyme? Oh yes, that was a that that was at the PS4 PC. launch of then. Yeah, uh, so that game cropped back up. Tequila Works um, has announced that they have got a new publisher. Uh, publisher uh, Graybox and Six Foot, two small game what? publishers, announced that uh, they will be working with Tequila Works to bring that game next year. So what happened to it? Why did it get cancelled? It wasn't cancelled. So, oh, so what happened with it then? Uh, it just went into developer hiatus. I guess they were still working on it. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's also it was it was announced as a PS4 exclusive, and it may not be now. Okay. Because it's got a new publisher, so it may be coming to PC and Xbox One as well. Gotcha. Cover your bases. Yeah. I got emails. Oh, boy. Emails. I hope one has a picture. (laughs) Oh, no, not again. This first email comes from Birdman. Um, No, this first... (laughs) first, I'm back, motherfucker. (laughs) This email comes from Sean. It's called One Man Sky. One Man Sky. All right. Tell me the tale of One Man's Sky. He says... uh, Hope all is well. Figured I'd chime in about No Man's Sky this week, or should I say 
One Man's Sky since it really just feels like a single player game. Because it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Uh, but actually, I didn't mind that aspect of it too much. What's more annoying to me is the rinse and repeat nature of the planetary exploration. Not sure what the point of discovery is on the same looking planet life from what plant from one planet to the next. The creatures have looked different up to a point, but after ten hours of gameplay, I felt like I've already seen a lot of what this procedural engine has to offer on planet creation. I can now see why this game is getting a lot of mixed reviews. For me, it's been hit and miss. Even for all its greatness of space scale with traveling around the worlds and systems, it's all wrapped around an inventory nightmare. Mm. Even after Sean, every- you, you sound like me. <laughs> yep. This is this is exactly me. <laughs> uh, even after upgrading to more slots, I'm constantly running out of room. Uh, even with its shortcomings, it's worth experiencing at some point. The exploration in the game was what I really wanted Destiny to be when it first came out. Uh, as of right now, the PC version is a bit buggy for me as well, and currently this is the only about a seven out of ten for me. I'd hold off until it's about thirty bucks at least if anyone's on the fence about getting it. You know, the whole inventory thing brings me to an odd thing. Like Sean Murray, he's a, he's a smart guy. He's like pretty intelligent. I, I you know watched some of his interviews, and obviously made this game. Uh, you know, no idiot can do that. So let's say, for example, no that you were Sean Murray. <laughs> if you were Summer, I want you to, I want you to justify the inventory system in No Man's Sky. Who wants to take this? Who wants, who wants well, to take no, this? Well, no one's as intelligent as Sean Murray on here, so I no, don't no one, know. no one's brave enough to become Sean Murray for a moment to no. take on this this argument about the inventory spaces being justified. Well, I mean, I don't think they because are because it backs up their goal at survival elements. And resource management, and but it prevents even, you from stocking infinite inventory and selling that inventory to get infinite units, which you could use to break the game, the economy of the game. So it's the inventory space is important to the uh, the economy of the game, right, Sean? Sure. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense in the, in, in some ways. Because if you do have uh, infinite uh, infinite inventory, what what would stop people from just stocking up on all the you know really rare materials and just selling it and basically getting uh, nothing? That's stupid, why I built stupid this. amount of uh, money, right? Right. Okay. So what is where's the where's the compromise here? Where's the middle ground between infinite inventory and the in- inventory system that we have now? Uh, the compromise is that if you get good. You uh-huh. can unlock more inventory <laughs> space, and uh, you can pay a ridiculous amount of money for it. Well, you, you heard it, well, folks. We're, gonna, we're actually going to sell you. We're going to sell you um, inventory space DLC. I was going to say if they were smart. <laughs> that's exactly what they would do. <laughs> it's really the Dark Souls of space exploration. <laughs> yeah, you did. I, you know, that's that's really funny. Um, I think I don't know. There is no way to fix that. I mean, the, the game kind of revolves around that. It's just, it's more of a nuisance than it is anything. Yep. Yeah, like I said, my compromise is to give an option to players and say, like, you can turn it off if you want, because that's if you want to enjoy the game that way. This is supposed to be kind of a relaxing game, right? It's yeah. not about survival. It's really not. It's, you're barely ever in harm's way. It's yeah. about kind of relaxing, exploring, doing whatever you feel like. And people that want to cater towards that experience can turn on infinite infinite storage if they want to. 
and they can have a good time. And that's how I would play. I'm pretty sure that's how everyone here would play it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Hmm. All right. Next email comes from Mookie, and it's salty as fuck. You ready? Oh Sorry. boy. <laughs> it says Mookie here, bringing you all another serious email. You know, one of the things I can't stand is overhyped games. Seriously, <laughs> internet, simply fuck you. <laughs> I don't like it to the point uh, that local ads come interrupting my personal business, like me watching some good ZTGD original videos and shove it in my eyes to buy those freaking games. Stop it, internet. Stop it, really. Uh, I mean, on some rare or even exceptional cases like Blizzard's Overwatch, Let's face it, Blizzard, and it's Blizzard, and they have yet to disappoint any games they've released for us, or XCOM 2. Uh, some cases can be conclusive, and sometimes it depends on who is, are hyping these games. Uh, to me, will determine how I take it. But sometimes these overhyped games like No Man's Sky or last year's Civilization Beyond Earth. Uh, sadly, this is also how I perceive how much a gamer slash individual or a group the level of their gaming knowledge. Luckily, most and not all, and I prefer not to name any one of you, of the Infortune mm-hmm. crew we can are, probably guess. Uh, are amazingly knowledgeable or even smart on thinking from as a consumer and a gamer, and some of the rest of that I know can just suck my blank. They can... <laughs> wow. Uh, John, they... he's, he's inviting you to suck his blank. How do you respond? Okay. okay. Uh, cool. They can either be involved in a conflict of interest or just pure dumb uh, or so low as far as gaming knowledge goes. You know what? I'm not excited about No Man's Sky. And even though I was hyped for Overwatch, but those motherfuckers who I used to play and who went too far in the game, please go play your game and don't shove your pointless passion to the game and f- off. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of other games in this world and not enough for our lifetime to play them all. And sticking to one game like Overwatch or hyping me to a game which I'm not into is goddamn pointless. Stop it, internet. Anyway, what I personally and legitimately am excited to play are the next South Park game, Mafia 3 because I recently played Mafia 2 for the first time and loved it, Quantum Break since it's coming out on Steam, and Dishonored 2. Sorry for the salty email. I love you all, guys, and that includes the miserable Brit, Mr. John. (laughs) (laughs) Special call-out. Nice. Uh, Well, first of all, Mookie, there's a thing called ad block. You can turn it on. You don't have to watch those ads. Uh, It only works on PC. If you watch them from an app or from, like, a smart TV, it doesn't. Uh, They have, like, even if you're, let's say, you're watching from, like, your app on your smart device... There's ad blockers for those now, too. Maybe not uh, if he's watching from an iPad, there isn't. Yeah, but that's very, very specific. More more likely, maybe from, like, you know, their PC or whatever. But anyway, ad blockers work wonders. You should get it. Um, and um, I kind of lost a thread in some of the things that he was saying. Don't, about, yeah, just don't don't let the hype get to you, man. Don't let that stuff bother you. You know, I, yeah, sure, I'm stuck. You know what? I feel the same way about fucking politics. And I hear about Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump every fucking day, and I hate it. But you know what? People you just ignore like, it and move on. Yeah, I try to, but and everybody's like, look at this fucker. And then they, <laughs> they post a link, 
And I'm just like, stop. You know what? I would click on a link that said, look at this fucker. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> and it's just, I, I don't know. It's like, you get bummed, especially like now with the internet. The internet has changed the freaking world. Yeah. It really has. The internet has made everything toxic and bad in a lot of cases. Well, not not even but that. It also, it's just, yeah. Everything is there. You yeah. know, it's like it, you have to use the internet if you're, for your everyday life. And then on top of that, everything is at your disposal. Everything is shoved down your throat because, well, it's all there. You know, we didn't have this type of information not even 20 years ago. And now it's, you know, the only ad you ever saw was something like in between a football game on television. Well, that and everybody wants to shove their opinion down your throat. Yeah, man, that is a, the internet has become a platform of, of everybody's fucking opinion. I mean, and here I, I am. I'm not sharing my opinion and everybody else is yelling theirs. And I'm just like, I wish everybody would just shut the fuck up. It's, it's That's happened, my opinion. Yeah, it's happened twice in the last two weeks with two very high profile media things and, and. I made it a point to just keep my mouth shut the entire time. Um, it was, that must have been difficult. It was extremely difficult, but I was trying to be a better person, John. Oh, but, okay. um, it, you know, when Suicide Squad released and the only thing I saw was everybody just shitting on it, and then when No Man's Sky released and seeing people shit on it and then people defend against the people shitting on it, and I'm like, if you enjoy it, who fucking cares? If you don't enjoy it, who fucking who cares? Fucking cares? <laughs> That's the thing. It's like and it was with me with Pokemon Go because everybody it slowed down some. Yeah, but I was constantly seeing like fucking Facebook posts and shit of people saying like, you know, you should I go outside some, and do yeah, something you, besides you should, look at your phone and on top of that. But then also seeing people making fun of those people, I was just like, I wish everybody would just shut the fuck up. Just if they want to play it, let them play it. Don't walk off a cliff or into a car. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, but then, but like the thing was, was even more annoying was the people defending Pokemon Go. Yeah, you know? it's like I'm sorry, I get to go outside, and meet new friends and stuff. I'm like, oh, just shut the fuck up, everybody, shut up. You're not I just better. Wish everyone would shut up. Stop trying to be but better true. than everybody else. Ultimately, what do you want? Do you just want everyone to shut up about everything till the end of time? Because that's what yes. it sounds like. Yes, no, I, I want, want them to s- fucking quiet. I want I want people <laughs> to stop trying to be better than everybody else. That's all yeah. you're trying to do is validate that your opinion is better than somebody else's. And that's all it is. You want to have a conversation? Fine. You want to get out there and be like, look at these fucking morons going outside looking through their phone instead of looking at this monument. <laughs> Who cares? You want to look at the monument? Look at the monument. They don't want to look at it. They don't look at it. Who cares? They care, apparently. Stop they're caring. talking about it, right? Stop caring. It does not matter. You do not have to validate your opinion. That's why it's an opinion. Yeah. No, man. Like the whole idea of review process. Like, do you know how many people watch reviews of things after they played the? play the game just to validate their own opinion on things of course and then they like second guess their own ideas it comes down to i guess like uh, their own self-confidence if they're lacking in confidence they think maybe maybe my tastes aren't good so i need to kind of validate my it, it, it boils down to their own ego i suppose and it's it's a it's it's more difficult than say stop it you know stop it or i'll bury you alive in a box kind of thing it's like you're saying something and it makes sense the action that they ought to take, but 
but it's not that simple. People, people's minds don't work that way. It's not like a thing where you can just 180 on. When the internet internet was created and it kind of went into the hands of the consumers, it was basically the proverbial Pandora's box of the modern age. It, it came with a lot of good things, but it came with a whole lot of bad shit too. And we have to deal with that fact because uh, the internet is a wonderful thing. And if you told me that the only way to get rid of all the toxic stuff on the internet was to get rid of the internet, I say don't do that. Don't don't get rid of the internet. It's great. If there's a lot of issues with it, but you know you just deal with it. But the problem comes down to the each individuals who look at these negative and positive things and buy into it too easily. That's the problem. It's not the problem with people hyping things up and people people kind of being negative about things. If you watch a movie and you enjoy it. And then you come home and you see that it's it's got like a 40 or 30 on Rotten Tomatoes and everyone else is shitting on it. Does it take away from the fact that you were there enjoying the thing at the time? Is it going to change your opinion of the movie even though you thought it was so great? It's not. It shouldn't. And the thing is, let's say if it does and you look at it in different perspectives that you didn't see it before. Maybe it was it has some issues that you didn't you weren't aware of. Then that's fine too. You also learn some things as an individual. And that's how you grow as a person. That's not a bad thing. You can't you can't say like overhyping and the people being cynical about things is bad. It's just how you respond to the stimulus that ultimately matters. It's you know you can't control what happens on the outside, but you sure as hell can can control what happens on the inside of your own mind. You just have to you just have to like trust yourself. You know, trust believe in your own taste of things. Uh, believe that you're not an idiot. That your opinion matters more than other people's or less than other people's. And just kind of carry on, man. Like you can't, you can't buy into other people uh, too much. You 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 take things in and you filter out the things that's irrelevant because that's a lot of what the in- internet is. And you try to better yourself over time. That's it. That's all there is to it. It's not that simple uh, just by saying it, but at the same time, it ultimately boils down to that one simple thing where you have to look into your own self for solutions. You're asking a lot. Man. It's, 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 it's it's psychology. You said you have to trust yourself. I betray myself every single day. I know you do, Drew. <laughs> but you know, it's uh, you, you make small steps in the right direction, and hopefully, you'll finally get to the destination. Yeah, until you get Twitter and you get pissed and you type 180 characters of negativity. That can 104. We can. Get it we're right. all we're all human beings. I. I Why don't you tweet about it, John? <laughs> Why don't you go subtweet me, you dick? Subtweet. <laughs> All right, we got another email. Whew, that was uh, Boy. yeah, salt that a one. Good out. email, thanks, uh, Cool Ranch bitches. Yes. <laughs> uh, you bad taste people. Hold on, I need to tweet something. I'll be right back. Uh, this comes from Samuel. <laughs> he says, "Cool Ranch is one of the most unique and complimentary of Doritos flavors." Uh, yes. Uh, question. I pre-ordered Battlefield 1 and said sure to the deluxe edition with a few extra weapon skins and some other shit because I want the full package. Uh, looking back and thinking, this doesn't include any extra maps or real content. Is it even no. worth it? No. no. I would say no. What do y'all think? I don't know if it's worth the extra 20 bucks. Have a good one, fuckers. Uh, yeah, don't, don't. First of all, don't pre-order games. Oh, um, don't. No. Stop it. No, don't don't pre-order games. I pre-order games all the time. 
Well, Ken, stop stop creating games. No. Stop being a part of the problem. No. Stop I'm... paying for things you don't know what it is until you actually get your hands on it. I have and also, own. unless unless there is like like a huge incentive, I mean, like a huge incentive for you to pre-order or something, then there there's really no reason to pre-order. I I pre-order on Amazon to get twenty percent off. Yeah, that's a huge incentive, Drew. Yeah. And if it's if it's a game that you were gonna buy anyway, you're already sold on, then okay, sure, saving money is a huge incentive. Digital items, little skins and weapons that come extra that you might be able to get later down the line anyway, irrelevant things. Don't pre order for those things, okay? I'll don't, do what do I that. want. You can do what Whatever. you want. But I'm happy. No, I'm making no mistakes. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I know I know John loves pre ordering games too, but Yep. Yeah. Guys, Fucking right I do. I pre order everything. Yes. Everything I want to buy, I pre order it. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking sure. number one, day one. Day zero, bitch. <laughs> day zero. Right. Oh, Twitter. Twitter. Rubber band man says. One of the guys on the podcast correctly predicted what the NX was gonna be. Who was that? Uh it was uh Jason, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Gambus is fucking Nostragambus over there. <laughs> There's a, I can hear a faint chicken noise in the distance. It, it is. <laughs> and it echoes. Alright. Next tweet comes from somebody in New Zealand, so prepare for this criticism. Okay. A Korean this is from Adam. It says uh-huh. a Korean trying to do the Aussie accent is awful. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Almost as bad as Shadow of the Colossus. Am I right? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> the trolls. I see it. I see it. I, I got my I got I got team Colossus suck. <laughs> Hashtag... Well you you and you you and that guy, you know, have a nice meeting together. Oh we will. Yeah. We'll play good games. That's fine. Oh, Mookie tweeted at us too. He said the one, uh, the only one game that gets me legitimately all hyped up is the new South Park game and probably top game of the year contender. Uh, I won't know that until I play it, but I am also very excited for that game. The first one was one of the best uh, licensed games I've ever played, and this one looks even better. You know what? Uh, I've, content, I've, so, yeah. I've pre-ordered it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't seem to understand that pre-ordering. You're playing a game where the house always wins. That's it. You're putting in all the risk yourself, while the while the developers put in nothing. It's just it's just a terrible thing to do as a consumer. Mm, no, no, without really. The, without I don't, the proper incentive, I don't have to buy it. You realize that, right? Yeah, you can ultimately cancel the pre-order. Yeah. But I'm talking about if you pre-order the game and you actually end up paying for it. Now, how many pre-orders do you cancel anyway out of the ones you pre-order? I don't know. Never done a math problem not, on that. Not many, I'd imagine. So that's not even really a factor, a conversation. But moving on. Next, uh, hey. next tweet comes from Anthony. Next couple tweets come from Anthony. It says, well, guess I got my answer from my question from last week. No Man's Sky got a lot of hate. Guess the question is: How far does Elite Dangerous blow No Man's Sky out of the water? Uh, they're di- they're different yeah. games, very different games. Um, but if you're looking for a straight space sim, uh, Elite is a space sim. No Man's Sky is not a space sim. All right, just not. 
<laughs> a lot of it's noise. like comparing it's like comparing uh, this is going to sound like I'm insulting no man's sky but it's not what my intention is it'd be like comparing NBA 2K16 with NBA Jam Ouch. yeah uh, I see it I don't that's, think that's a I negative mean, thing at all. Though. No, no but it, on the surface, it sounds like a negative thing. Yeah, because we no, all it's... because we all know NBA Jam is a superior game. <laughs> <laughs> He's on fire. Yeah, I mean, where I else can you it. slam dunk as Bill Clinton? I mean, really. Real life, man, slam dunks all the time. He probably does. He's a pimp. <laughs> it's tall, dude. Bill Clinton's huge. Yeah, it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> Anybody down for some NAFTA? Another afternoon of fucking that ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brock says no man's why. Wow. Okay. I don't have an answer for that other than it's a pretty good exploration game. Sure. Feels pretty good. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that. Read yes. my review. Feels good. Uh, he also tweeted saying, "Question for Jay." All right. What are your top five JRPGs of all time? Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. I've uh, played too many JRPGs in my lifetime. And this is not like a definitive list because I'm kind of, you know, on the spot. But I'll say they include such titles like uh, Final Fantasy VI, uh, Chrono Trigger, uh, Suikoden Three, controversial, but I'll put that in there, uh, Persona 4, uh, there should be one other deck that I would consider top, but uh, I'll just, just these can be like my top like twenty JRPG list. Other than like the top three can be all interchanged. So I'll put in um, look at that list. Oh, Shadow Hearts two. There you go. That's a good game. Shadow Hearts was such an underrated series. Yeah, played it. Shadow Hearts two Covenant's one of my favorite games of all time. Those games are hard to come by now, but if you can get a hold of them. They're worth um, did did they ever put them on digital? Ken, do you know? No, they did not. All right, no. I wish they would. More people need to play those games. Yes, those are those are some games that I, I wish they do a lot more of the PS2 stuff because there's a lot of really obscure, great games that people didn't play on that machine. Shadow Hearts is one of them. Xenosaga is one of them. Yeah, the I three Xenosaga, the Wild Arms games, like Wild Arms Five, would be an awesome addition. Yeah, they put Lagaya Two up, didn't they recently? Yeah, but Lagaya that's not even a, that good of a game. No, honestly, no, it's not, but one. it's it's relatively obscure. So I played the crap out of Legend of the Guy, the first one. <laughs> yeah, the PS one one. Yeah, yeah, that game was uh, that game was pretty fun actually. I'm I still... bought that game based on the cover. I would still. I don't remember the cover. It was just the the main guy, like just with his like he had that thing on his arm. Yeah, I remember. That was that was the appeal appeal for you to buy the game, right? That yeah. seems a little generic, but okay. I I really it, really wish they would do the Xenosaga trilogy on PS2, PS4 backwards. Remember, uh, they had a Twitter thing where they tried to gauge an interest on Xenosaga Remaster. It didn't get enough popularity. I'm so sad. Oh my god, how do you not? I was so sad. That first game is so good. Did you play the third game? Ken? I did. It was actually a step up because the second game was not. Great. Second were, game was not great, but third game was spectacular. The third game was spectacular. Like the second game, I, I struggled. Like that was yeah, yeah. the pacing was in that game is bad. <laughs> but man, the first and the third games, those are whew, some of the best JRPGs I've ever played. I would like to go back because I don't actually remember a lot of it, but I'd like to go back and play Legend of Dragoon again. That's uh, uh, available digitally on PS3. 
Is it? I think so. Um, we were talking the PS1 game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have that on the Vita. I, was, I actually started playing it not too long ago. That was a that was an I, interesting game. It was very much like a like a carbon kind of try to get the Final Fantasy thing going. Yeah, it's a uh, very specific timing based combat, which yeah. uh, you know stood it apart. But the translation of that game's not great. I'm sure it's not as well. Yeah, I, that's that's my thing. I remember playing the crap out of it. I beat that game, and it was so long. I remember it was like one of the longest games I've ever played. It like is, four discs long. Yeah, it? It was yeah, four it was discs four discs on PS One. Nuts. It was longer than like Final Fantasy VII, which was for the longest time the longest game I'd ever played. Remember when having four discs was an awesome feature? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get a game home in that big fat case, and you're like, "Yeah, it's four discs, baby." I was like, "This is gonna be epic." It's you gonna know? be a good well, game. <laughs> well, back then, that's the only thing I played for until I beat it, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's true. We had we yeah. had all the time in the world to beat that one game. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I was a big fan of that game. I'd like to go back and play that again one day. Well, if you've got a PS3, you can go download it. Or if you've got a Vita, I think those work on PS TV, I believe. Um, I'm not sure about PS TV, but I do play on the Vita, so it does work well there. I know, well, I know if it works on PS3, I mean, hell, I still got my PS3 hooked up and everything. Well, there you go. You so. can go download It's like 10 bucks, I think, for that, because yeah. it's a big game. Most PS1 yeah. games are 5.99, but I think those big GRPGs are 10 you can usually get them on sale. I think I bought it on sale for like two or three dollars. Yeah, great. they usually have those flash deals with like, Wait for here's those. every JRPG ever made, and here's a <laughs> yeah, for two bucks. Just keep your eyes open. That reminds me, I bought Hyper Light Drifter, but I didn't play a lot of it. Oh well, actually, I'm also interested in hearing Drew's top five JRPGs because you're you're a JRPG man yourself, buddy. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I mean, number one's Final Fantasy VII for me. Great. Um. No, you're not going to pull a Dragoon in there? I mean, as much as you just hyped it up? I mean, I like Dragoon, but I like I can't remember a lot of it. Ah, okay. I mean, I, I played the crap out of it, yeah, a long, a long time ago. I mean, Final Fantasy VII Lost Odyssey. Okay, great. Um, uh, is really, really good. I need to play um, that again at some point. Lost Odyssey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never finished it. Get ready to cry. How about some? How about some chicken steak, Drew? You like oh, chicken steak? Oh, blue dragon! You know, <laughs> as much as I, I like blue dragon, mm-hmm. but that yeah, it's, not, it's not in top five. Yeah. It's that, not. That, it's not yeah. up there. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun game, but it's not. It's not on that level, man. Yeah. It, Three it, more to go, Drew. Three more to go. Oh God, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> no Chrono Trigger on the spot. On the spot. Chrono Trigger. Chrono, Tri- Chrono Trigger is probably one of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, I Final never Fantasy Mystic Cross. Quest. Mystic Quest. <laughs> you know, Ryan, right, joke about that, but that game's underrated. It's actually I love that game. Mystic that's Quest. Not, that's it's a not joke. a joke. Nice. That's not, not a joke. Awesome. No, like that's that is that is one of my favorite JRPGs of all time because I uh, that's the the first one. I mean, unless you want to count like Dragon Warrior and stuff like that, that's the first one I got really really into. So no, that's not a joke at all. I mean, yeah, that's totally fine. I, I have no problem with that. Two more, two more, Drew. Oh God, I don't fucking know, dude. I can't even think of any. What about all the I'm PS1, gonna... PS2? There was a lot. How about the uh, Neptunia one? Is that? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. you. That's uh, Neptunia one and two. Your last two spots sounds good. You don't yeah. get you don't get enough nep nep in your life. Um, Persona Four. Okay. Uh, would be one of them. Um. I don't know. Just buddy. put chicken steak in there. Let's be done with it. I don't want to put chicken steak in there. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot, baby. I need one more name. 
I don't know. I got to look up some. Okay. Well, you do that. I'm going to move on to the tweets from, from Dust. All right. Let's change his name to Delisk. Um, okay. Oh, I, I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Radiant Historia. Oh, there you huh? go. Again. Yeah. Uh, he Radiant says, Historia is so fucking underrated. Tweet from Justin or Dustin says, "What's that guy's name? Eeyore Kara. If he wants to do something for the fans, have him make a best of N4G consisting of Gambus rants." There's, oh God. there's a lot of good Gambus rants out there, but I would have no idea how to find them. How to find each and every one of those? Him ranting. I remember one of his rants. Him ranting about playing the demo of Facebreaker, and him talking about it's like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. But if it was crap, <laughs> so good. <laughs> if you can, if you can find that, that was a really good one. Oh my god, I don't even remember that. I totally remember that one for for some reason because that was Boogeyman was on that episode. Oh my god, Facebreaker, dude, that game is so old. <laughs> I know. I don't even know what that game is. It man. was a boxing it, game. Like it was a, a boxing game. It was like an arcadey boxing game. Kind of like Ready to huh. Rumble, if you remember that. Okay. Ready to rumble. Ready to rumble games were so fun. The best, but one of the best things that Gambus has ever said was, I think it was, it was the game of the year show where you were, um, I think it was the 2007 game of the year show because it was, he mentioned Bioshock. Okay. And he said that um, oh, Bioshock God. was his, his number two game and Kim was laughing his ass off the entire time. Uh, and he said, uh, Bioshock is basically... Oh, if uh, Adolf Hitler and Walt Disney created a psychological thrill ride through a secular hell, that would be Bioshock. And oh, said, that's a good quote. He said, I think you just offended the entire world. <laughs> that's a good quote, though. I like it. And then he moved on to the first game, number one, which was Super Mario Galaxy. And, and Ken's still laughing in the background. And he says, if Skittles. And then he just started busting out laughing. It says if Skittles is the successor to Gummy Bears, then Super Mario Galaxy is the successor to Mario 64. And then everybody got silent, and then Kim busted out laughing again. That was one of the best fucking moments I've ever heard. And that was before I was on the show. Oh, Jesus I was just a listener. <laughs> Seriously, somebody, somebody go back and, and listen to that, because it's fucking hilarious. Oh, man. See, that was... he's He's changed over the years, man. Yeah, that's what he got married. That's yeah, what happened. He got married and he <laughs> he got busy with life and like, man, I miss that Gambus. He was crazy, man, on all the right ways. Oh, his next tweet says in reply to last week, "Nah, mate, I'm American." Okay, I'm not. I'm not convinced because he threw the, the mate in there. I don't know. Yeah, you know. I, I think he's lying. Personally, but you know. Uh, he also says, "I would love No Man's Sky VR." That's oh. a good. Um, that's yeah, that's a good option for a VR. Sure. Uh, he says, "Overcooked is such a great co-op game. Everybody should pick it up. Uh, that'd be great." But we've already established that none of us have friends in real life, so. Mm-hmm. And you have to play that game local. So. Uh, he says, "I played through Abzu Saturday morning. Man, what a great game!" Uh, a lot more flower than journey. Okay. I could see that, I guess. I did not like flower, but I can see the comparison to that. I liked flower, alright. It was I okay. Did not like that one. 
Uh, and his last tweet says, "Is Yomawari Night Alone for Vita on anyone's radar? Game looks interesting." Uh, it's, I saw it being played during one of Nisa's stream randomly. Um, the concept is interesting. I'm not sure if I'm sold on it, but I'm willing to give it a chance. I don't even know what it is. It's a 2D horror game made by someone. Made by I forget someone. The name. <laughs> yeah, I, I I thought I knew the developer's name, and then when I came to access it inside of my brain, it said. I don't know. Okay, I was going to fill yeah. you in on a little tidbit that every game is made by someone. Well, thank you very much. I hadn't, hadn't realized that point. I've heard of that guy. It's yeah, pretty good. I'm seeing on Twitter now that the Final Fantasy rumor looks to be confirmed, but I, I can't confirm nor deny that. I need 100% confirmation directly from Square Enix. Okay. Well, you yeah. can give them a call. We'll see what they say. And let me give him a call right now. Uh, Mr. Fantastico says, I wish you guys had a live version of the show. Um, well, we barely edit anything, so it might as well be live. This is true. There's only been a few things that we've cut out recently. Well, I don't listen to the show, so I don't know what, what gets cut out. What, what got cut out. I, do you, do you Very think rarely. Yeah, it's got to be something pretty bad. I've stopped caring about a lot of things. Yeah, well, a lot, a lot, most of the things that was edited out was Gambus. Gambus has said some bad things in the past, but it's yeah. because his brain doesn't process what he's about to say. <laughs> we had an entire show get edited out, my God. Yeah, God intervened and <laughs> shut that show straight down. <laughs> he sent a hurricane after you. He did. He did, in he's, Ohio. He sent a hurricane in Ohio. In Ohio. <laughs> And I'm not even lying about that. <laughs> yeah, it was literally a hurricane hit Ohio. <laughs> yes, that's true. Oh, man, wow. that was a crazy week. I remember, like, hanging out on someone's front porch, like, literally cooking food over a fire. <laughs> drinking warm beer. Because there was no power. Like, zero yeah. power. People were going nuts. We only lost power for about two hours. It was awesome. Yeah, you guys Everybody got else. lucky. Yeah, everybody else was out forever. Yeah, we were out for days, man. God, that was we what, was episode 100? Days. Yeah, that was episode 100. Yep. And yeah. it, uh, Spe- hey, speaking of which, aren't we, uh, I mean, we're real close to 10 years, right? This week, next week? Oh my god, you're going to make me look up the number, aren't you? Hold on. It's, yeah. yeah it's 10 years, something. huh? Wow. Uh, you guys this for actually, we're, but it's next week. Uh, August 20th, 2006 was the first episode. Wow! Next week is our ten-year anniversary. We are got, we got to be one of the longest-running game podcasts. There's only like two or three longer than yeah, us. Yeah, because everybody else gives up caring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think How you guys you... also gave up caring, but you just never stopped recording. Yeah, we just well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's very fair. We sit down for a couple hours every week and just say well, fuck it, and it's whatever. Mm, mm. I mean, there's a couple of shows that I listen to before you guys, um, that have been that are still around. Technically, like, um, we had a show before this one, but it wasn't an yeah. official show. And it's I wish I, I wish you could find those because, man, <laughs> from what I from what I hear, you and Gambus did. Yeah, yeah, you guys did like radio commercials and shit. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. I want to hear those so bad. I wish they existed. It was back before there were podcasts, and it was uh, internet radio. Yeah, and we started doing a show on internet because we had a channel, we had a station. So it was live. Yeah, it was live, so it would run, uh, and we'd do the show, and then in between the shows, there would be pre-recorded commercials and video game music. 
We should do that. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. It takes way too much. You've seen my my effort that I put into things, Drew. This is true. Because I don't have a lot of time. Like, so when we record podcasts and videos, I try to make sure we don't have to edit a goddamn thing. Because it's probably easier just to re-record it than it is to edit it. <laughs> yeah. It is. I totally respect people out there who do those YouTube videos with massive editing and cuts and all that stuff. Like, that's hard work, dude. Yeah, yeah. it is. That is, yeah, is. legitimately hard work. Dude, work. it's hard, like, doing, like, splicing music and shit for, like, Thunder in a Paradise, which I need to get those two other episodes to you. Yeah. Because, dude, that take, that take a weekend. Yeah. I spent all day Saturday, um, mixing our videos we recorded Friday night. It took me, like, three hours. Jesus. Just to get them ready and get them, you know, rendered so that I could upload them this week. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> The things we do for our fans, all two of them. And what our views of those videos are like peaking out at like 15 people. 15, 16 <laughs> views. Some of them are ours, our views. Probably. Drew, Drew just constantly watches them back in this office, just like, mm, I need more hits. You I know, get them and like, just hit F5 like, constantly. If I didn't have fun doing it and I wasn't like finishing games, I probably wouldn't keep doing it. But, you know, I'm actually almost finished with Soma. So, yeah. yeah. Accomplish something with that video. Very nice. Unlike <laughs> unlike Drew in this Fury, that's good. Well, I'm going to beat Strider. Nice. Wait till you that's... see episode two of Strider. <laughs> episode two of Strider, it almost comes apart. On episode two. Episode two. Like nice. the, no, I was nice. fine with it. No, you there's the... legitimately a conversation in that episode where I'm like, well, let's uh, let's see what happens by the end of this episode, and we'll decide if we keep going. No, no, I was fine. You were getting pretty mad. I was getting mad, but you were like, "Were well, you going to quit this one too? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've already got that image as a quitter, Drew. You're going to have to fight against that now, and you set that up for yourself. So What are you talking about? I've, I, I have a podcast dedicated to finishing games. Except for like Xenogears. Like Xenogears, <laughs> Drew? Like Eternal Darkness, Drew? Like oh, you games? didn't. You weren't even around during Eternal Darkness. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, you man. didn't finish it. That's become a meme, Drew. By the way, like the last two weeks, we've had emails and Twitter people sending us messages like, "What happened to twelve point seven? People commenting on our YouTube videos are even <laughs> mentioning it. <laughs> you keep bringing it up, and I'm never going to do it. Oh, they're making me laugh. All right, a couple more tweets. This would be relevant. How so, how a Vita tweet is relevant is crazy to me. Sure. This one comes from Sion James. It says, what future Vita games are you guys excited for? Me personally, I'm excited for Darkest Dungeon. Uh, Darkest Dungeon, I've already played on PC. And I think the game is really good. But I'm I'm just not like... I don't like the whole luck element of the game where you just die and live by your luck. So I didn't get too far into it, but I like the game. I think it's going to be a nice fit for Vita, personally. Um, there's a couple of things coming out for Vita. I think uh, eventually when they release uh, Danganronpa, like uh, the next Danganronpa game, Danganronpa 3, uh, I'm going to play that on Vita, most likely. Which ought to be pretty good. And there's some JRPGs like Demon Gaze 2 and all this other stuff. Uh, that's Trails of Cold out. Steel 2. Yeah, that's coming out, but I'm going to play that on PS3. Uh, I am too, Vita. but yeah. But yeah, that's also a game. Matt, play. play. Matt played Trails of Cold Steel 1 on Vita. Yeah, he says the performance is pretty decent, right? Yep. Yeah. On the Vita? Cool. 
the I'll, I'll tell you one thing though. Some of those cutscenes in Trails of Cold Steel, whole oh, man, I'm talking ten frames a second. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh man, this thing is struggling. Don't nobody care about no performance. Not in a JRPG, really, like that. Like everything else, it's just certain cutscenes where a lot of things are going on. It slows just down. Wait, just wait and get a PS Vita Neo. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, imagine if that's what they call their next device for Vita. <laughs> imagine. Oh, boy. Oh, I can't wait. I wonder if they're going to call it the Neo, or are they going to call it something else? The, what, the, the actual Yeah, the PlayStation, the new, the new yeah. PlayStation 4. Are they going to call it something else? Yeah, I'll probably call PlayStation it something else. 4.5. If they call it 4.5, they can just they can just go home. No. The Morpheus was the four, wasn't it? That was no, that no, was Morpheus VR, was wasn't VR. it? Yeah, so Neo. So the Neo, the PS Vita two will be Trinity, and then we'll just all eat ourselves out of sheer disgust because we're picking names out of fucking nineties films. Well, yeah, but early two thousand films. PlayStation VR is not called Morpheus anymore. <laughs> no, but it's this won't be called Neo. That's what I'm saying. It'll be PS four K or something like that. Oh god, PS4K is a terrible name. It's, what else are you going to call it? I mean, at least it says what it is on the tin. I well, guess, but it's not 4K games. Uh, we don't know that yet. Uh, there's no way, no way. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be, but I mean, you don't know, do you? I think I think Neo is as good as any other name, and they just stick with it. It's what people remember it by now. It's called it PlayStation Neo or PlayStation Four Neo. Uh. Neo. It's got four on it. Just Neo. It's just put a yeah. Neo on it. Fine. Nah. You a number. <laughs> then, then we're going to get weird again. This, this name on PlayStation 4, 5, 6, 7. Come on. Well, you, so you want them to call it 5 then? Sure. Why not? Let's just it's get the it next over generation with. of PlayStation. <laughs> just get it Why over not? With. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that's the, just I mean, stick it in there. It's fine. Just get it. Microsoft went fucking batshit yeah. with their naming. They, they Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. One. Why the fuck oh, would you God. call that? That's so stupid. Like, but it's the all-in-one entertainment system, nobody and now cares. it's not because nobody cares <laughs> about the TV stuff. No, I haven't cared about TV stuff since day one. I don't know what you're talking, talking about. about? I, I love the Connect. It's great. It's very essential to my Xbox experience. I think my favorite. Well, you can't you can't play it without it. I think my favorite part about the Xbox One S is in order they get rid of the power brick for the system. But if you want to use a Connect, you gotta get a power brick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so it just goes to show you how much Microsoft cared about the Connect. Anyway, who still lot... uses the Connect? I traded mine in this weekend, finally. Wow, did you get much for it? I got $30 for it. Woohoo! Hey, nice, that's That's 30 30. more dollars than I expected. It's been in my closet for two years. So. Mm. Fair enough. $30 I didn't have. Okay. There you go. And it's only going to go down in value. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised it was worth $30, to be perfectly honest with you. (laughs) I got to take a gas with my (laughs) Connect. Oh, uh, I drive a small car, Drew. I got two tanks again. <laughs> oh, nice. Fifteen dollars a tank? The fuck uh, kind of prices are we talking here? Uh two dollars right now. Yes. Yeah, oh my. Come on, man. There's more than. There's more than seven that. gallons. I don't. I, I have a ten gallon tank, and I never let it go all the way empty. Mm. 
Anyway, last so, yeah. tweet. This, this is the fucking gas podcast, apparently. Yeah, can we get on? I'm hungry. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's slow it down. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, so how's your day been, Ken? Suck a dick. Oh, Nivek is our last tweet. He says, I think I need to get a 4K TV before PS4 Neo to watch 4K Blu-rays and play in HDR. Also, games will run faster and cleaner. What? What? Is this a commercial? Your TV has nothing to do with games running smoother. We don't know what Neo is yet, but I'm assuming it would have 4K Blu-ray player? Well, that's pretty given. given. It's not not hard, yeah. Well, it's a given given now. Let's be fair. We didn't think the Xbox One S was possibly going to have a 4K Blu-ray player in it, right? Mm, True. Although, I tell you what, I watched Deadpool and uh, Batman v Superman in 4K. Mwah, that player is pretty good. Did you have? Uh, did your TV have the proper HDR? Because I've I've discovered recently that there are two versions of HDR, which is awesome. It doesn't have HDR, but that doesn't it that that only the HDR stuff's only for gaming. You do get a better. No, no, no! It works picture. on the movies. No, I'm, I'm Let me finish, bitch. It, it does work for movies for better color saturation and better sort of blacks and that sort of stuff. Um, but you still get a far better picture with a 4K, normal 4K, uh, over H, uh, HD. Um, but HDR is the format going forward, but there are two versions, HDR10 and Dolby, Dolby something. But you have to have 4K to have HDR, am I right? Yes. Okay, so HDR is not like a new thing, it's just part of 4K. It's newer part of 4K. HDR's only been about in 20, sort of late last year, this year models. Um, I'm, so it's I'm like, actually not sure about the 4K being tied with HDR. I think HDR has been around in PCs for a long time. We're, we're uh, talking for about movie playing. Yeah, okay. you're playing that movie. Sure. yeah, HDR's on your phone if you've got a smartphone. It's yeah. Most of the time they've got HDR. <laughs> um, but, but in regards to f- for movie playing, it's, it's relatively new and only sort of newer uh, 4K TVs have it in, and, and there's no guarantee they'll be in there anyway because it's normally the more expensive one. And it's also two different versions, so some TVs have one and some TVs have other. And well, apparently all of them or most of them have the HDR10, but some have the Dolby one. But Xbox didn't go for Dolby because you have to pay them for the license where you don't for HDR10. So a lot of um, uh, people in uh, who talk about that sort of stuff thinks HDR10 will be the one that everyone does adopt in the end because it's there's, there's a, no license fees. There's a format war for a feature on a television. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> oh my god, make it stop! Make mm-hmm. it, you're just confusing consumers at this point because who knows that? Yeah, absolutely, it is ridiculous. <sighs> I didn't even know that till I heard somebody talk about it. And I'm like, oh, so if I had went out and bought a 4K TV before I knew that, I might have been screwed out of a feature. Yep. Because I have no clue. Yeah, sure. Well, you got to be, you know, savvy as a consumer nowadays, right? Especially in technology. Well, I, 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 usually if I'm going to drop two grand on a TV, I usually do some research, but I'm not doing that anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I've got two sweet 1080p TVs that are just fine. Yeah. I, I feel the same way about 4K. I'll eventually get one. The next TV I'll get, it'll be a 4K yeah. TV. Yeah, like the but next TV now, I'm, I I'm, buy. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people that doesn't go out and buy the new technology when it comes to TVs. It's just I get the new technology when I buy a TV. 
Yeah, when your old shit just becomes obsolete or breaks, you just buy the new thing. That's yeah, it. just like when I bought this one that I have, it had 3D in it because 3D was hot at the time. It's completely irrelevant, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> As in, like, the, the feature itself it is, yeah? Yeah, yeah, like, we used it, I don't know, three times. Yeah. And my <laughs> that's, glass. That's, that's two more times than I have. Yeah, my glasses have been in storage ever since we watched some underwater thing in 3D. <laughs> I did watch that movie Piranha in 3D. Oh, yeah. That's... Probably not the best one to watch in 3D. That was a fucking weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all the tweets. If you want to shoot us a tweet, it's at N4G Podcast on that Twitter. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, that's at podcasts at ztgd.com. We don't care if they're salty. We love all the emails. Just send them yes, all. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter... You can follow Drew at DML Fury, John at John W UK, Jay at Bottomside J, and Ryan at R Wombold. You can follow me on the site at ZTGD. You can send all your hate mail about No Man's Sky or Cool Ranch Doritos, the <laughs> inferior Dorito. Nacho cheese, baby. Nacho cheese. The best. But I think that's it. All right. I don't have Gambus this week, so just pretend he's talking about Hitler and Walt Disney, and you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) We're set. (laughs) But that's it. We'll see you uh, next week. Bye. For 10 years. 10 years. 10 10 years. 10 10 years. years. Jesus Christ. That's older than some of our listeners, which is bad. You shouldn't be listening to this. This is a bad show (laughs) for you. Anyway, bye.